the credits are done. We'll tell you if it sucked. We'll tell you it's fun. Five knuckle shuffle. We like the movies you do too. With gods and Tabo and Shark. And Alec. Five knuckle shuffle. We're at our best when the movie really sucks. We've been put to the test, but it's never enough. Cause you got the movie. You got the podcast. Whenever things get rough, you got the podcast. I'm talking you. You got the podcast. Stevenson go. He's got the podcast. Moving the podcast. Moving the podcast. Moving the podcast. It's a podcast about movies. Movies. We've been finding parts of bodies floating in the river. Comes a psychological thriller. Why don't we take a walk? Starring Academy Award winner Al Pacino. How'd you like to disappear? Go undercover. Disappear? The victim was in about ten pieces. He's a bad dude. He's a scumbag. You made me do that. Things happening to me, you know? A controversial and landmark film. Why don't you want me anymore? What I'm doing is affecting me. About a New York subculture being terrorized by one of its own. There's just stuff going down. You know what you have to do. Now I'm afraid. And welcome to Movie Podcast. That's right. Movie the Podcast. Is that thing to just start recording it right Yeah, I like it. I like to hop talking. in. I like it, it. it makes it organic. I'm into it. I want you to it's start. A, it's doing when it. I fade it in so you don't hear any of that shit oh, anyway. And I hate that. It's amazing. I want, I want you to start recording Well, you don't listen to the show, so how would you ever know? Yeah. You just oh, no. You me. listen to the show when you're not on it to hear how we make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, welcome to Movie the Podcast. <laughs> Hi. That's right, Movie the Podcast. We're all here. We're, we're still here. It's still Labor Days. And and you know what? Shockingly, you can tell this is the second week in a row, not to bury the lead. We watched a, a, a objectively, I don't know everybody's score, a good movie, and we're actually in a good mood. Yeah. Here, here, here are the, the, I feel like we should only watch gay movies. Like we gotta hit a bad one. Later, you, right? you guys remember when we watched Pixels? And it's like we saw a corner. We're like, fuck. Yeah, that like, was like suicide this, watch. Just yeah. get to jump shit. right into five knuckle shuffle. Yeah, like home. just get the shit yeah. over with. But like something's good. Yeah. It's just like, hey, oh, it's this is great. There's a lot to talk feel, about with this movie. Too. I feel fucking rejuvenated. Yeah. Who's, like, who's a guy that's gonna suck his guy's cock? <laughs> I couldn't. I, 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 I don't know what that was. Is that a sailor? 
I couldn't wait to st- I couldn't wait till we started recording to talk about this movie. So I'm very excited. So Gogs, wait, that was your Adam Sandler. That was awful. I you were that was worse than Gogs. That was worse than Gogs's Marge. Uh, no, it's not worse than Gogs's Schwarzenegger though. I like Gogs's Marge. I kind of grown to love Gogs's Marge. <laughs> I can't too, think to of that. Homer, you need some beer. Over here, funky. <laughs> It's Just to show how stupid, avoid the noise. How stupid Gox and I are. Like one day when we were still living together, somehow Gox brought up that, that over here funky winker being there. We laughed. We were high. We weren't drunk. We were completely sober. And the two of us for about seven hours were like over here funky. And like, we, we laughed every single time. It's been a bit for about a twenty decade. years. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. what did we watch tonight, guys? Idiots. Tonight we watched uh, <laughs> Al Pacino's Cruisin'. Yes, William Freakin's William Freakin's Cruisin'. Well, they're, they're not, Karen Allen's Cruisin'. Not with an E. Ed O'Neill's Cruisin'. How did you spell Cruisin' in the search engine for Amazon? C-C-U-Z-E-N? <laughs> no, it had an I in it, too. Show them, though. It worked. It worked. The way it was spelled, he looked like the final boss of an SNK fighting game. Oh, no, it's Cruisin'. It's Geese Howard's Apprentice. Oh, it's a joke for two people. Yeah. Uh, Morgan Wolves. <laughs> Solid game. Nothing. It's quality form. Anyway, uh, anyway what you all fun. watch this week? I watched nothing, so I'm donating my two things to Alec. Ooh, Alec. Good segue. Right there. Right there. Perfect. I finally did. That's it. just like a Scotty Pippen, just like right to him. And I was the greatest bull of all time. <laughs> Scotty Pippen is not known for his assist ratio. Well, he was pa- he's good at passing. Though. You what get about John Paxton? <laughs> he wasn't known for his assist, but he was good at passing. That's right. He was the first pass, not the second. Yeah, he was a great inbounder. Yeah. I was teaching. Did you guys, have you guys heard about uh, this thing called Cameo? The band? Around the world. No, there's this thing where you can pay so go it's an app you download, it's called okay. Cameo, and you can pay like low tier celebrities to say shit. Wrestlers have been doing that for so, like, some of them like OP is that like that sort uh, of thing? Yeah. Some of, I'm glad that you weren't uh, confident enough in your conviction to actually go no, the whole no, way with that bit. But, but but no uh but the thing is, it's funny, is like Dennis Rodman's on there, but it's like $1,000 to get him to say something. But Rebecca Black, you remember the Friday, yeah. Friday, 30 bucks. Ooh. I was like, you know what? what? You're now watching movie, the podcast, and I'm Rebecca Black for yeah. 30 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why it not be worth it? it? It's called Cameo. Yeah, check it out. Anyway, sorry. I just, we were you talking about, that. we were yeah. talking about basketball on it. Absolutely. <laughs> Somebody brought up on a podcast listener, Dennis Rodman's is $1,000. Like, who would, like, Kim Jong Il? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're my for, favorite dictator. I don't even know what Dennis Rodman sounds like. Pay that money from beyond the grave. What was he on recently? He was on like Fox News and he had like pot coin t shirt oh, yeah. or something. He was called Weed Coin. Weed Coin. Akon launched his own uh, cryptocurrency. Akon? Yeah. I Acorn. I love Akorn. Yeah, that's what Not I love. Great. That's what I love about that guy. My mom used to call him Acorn when he was Because she wanted to. Isn't he the guy that like body slams people on stage and just, then uh, cries and, about and it? And smarshes underage ladies. Yeah, well, I don't know. Alec, what'd you watch this week? Uh, Sorry, buddy. 
four things. Four, four things. things. Two of God's things. Two of your things. Yep. Two inherited things. Inherent thing, math things. I watched Iron Man. The original. Yes. Um, very good movie. Still holds up. How's it holds up? Holds up pretty well. Oh, I forgot John Favreau directed that movie until I watched it the other day. Is that the uh, only yesterday. one he's directed in the MCU? Think, did he do two? He directed the second. Yeah. And he famously like dropped off the second one because he felt like the studio was interfering too much. Which led the way to the best Iron Man, Shane Black. Correct. Go for Iron Man 3. Not even close. Yeah, it's Shane Black's the man. That movie's good. It's a lot of fun. You know what I really like about um, Iron Man, the original, is that what? I, I love the Mach 1, the, the first suit. Yes. Like, I like the whole origin story of him building the suit in the bunker, and that that opening scene... Yo, we could get Frank Thomas. How much? I don't know. The Big so. Hurt? Yeah. But, like, I love that scene where him building it, and then the, the payoff of him busting out and, like, killing all those... Yeah, that's that, I still remember. Cool, man. It, I think you were with me the first time we saw yeah. that trailer. And we fucking lost it. Yeah, they're um, playing Iron Man by Sabbath. So cool. He's punching through the wall. He, oh my Possibly god. Possibly unpopular opinion. Terrence Howard's a way better war machine than Don Cheadle. I don't oh, think that's an I unpopular did. opinion. I disagree. Ooh. I think I like Cheadle. Oh, I love Howard. I like Howard, I like Howard too. too. Howard's got the best line in Marvel Comics movies. Which one's that? The next time, baby line. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame that he. I mean, it, it's funny too because he like the reason he didn't come back is because of money dispute. Yeah. It's just like well. What were you? What else did yeah. you do? The like, fun V, hustle and flow too. <laughs> well, he's on one of the most. Drum beat. Yeah. I, I should take that back. He's on one of the most successful TV shows like for Empire, Empire yeah. ever. I don't watch normal TV because him I'm, and Ed Norton should get together and lament. Pretty much. Um, they should make their own movie. They should buy the rights did, to did like. Did any of you Quantum and Woody comic book people? There was a comic that uh, what the hell is his name? Tommy Lee Edwards drew, and I can't remember the writer, but it was about like. It was like kind of like a what if story, but like like what if small changes happened and the Iron Man suit that they designed in that looked just like what they used in the movie. It's mm. called like what the fuck was it? I can't remember the title, but I swear to God, the US War Machine. They must have used no because it was about like all like the tit- like the not titular but the like the mainstay yeah. Marvel characters like Iron Man, Spider Man. It's called like Time Shot or something like that. I don't know. Tommy Lee Edwards, who's a great artist, did the artwork. But, like, the Iron Man suit that you see in the beginning of Iron Man is legit, like, his design. Like, it looks exactly the same. Cool. I'll look it up while you keep talking. Um, yeah, just, like, every time, I watch, I don't know, once every couple of years, and it just, like, every time I watch it, I still feel the same sense of, like, fun Yeah. from the first time I watched it. Like, that movie launched... 20 movies? It's kind yeah, of weird. If that movie tanks, if like, that movie tanks, everything goes away. Yeah. And, and remember that the studio was oh. very against Robert Downey yeah, Jr. Favreau fought for it. Which is crazy. Because he yeah. is like... Yeah. <clears throat> is it called like, Iron Man Bullet Points? Yeah, maybe Bullet Points sounds right. Yeah. Because yeah. he's, the, he's the like cornerstone of the Marvel the whole universe. universe. Yeah. He's got his his, his iron that's fingers and everything. Exactly. Bullet points. His earth thing. Thank you, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Up and everything, too. Straczynski. It was. I think um, pretty good. Yeah, there's a, there's a shot, there's a scene at the end where uh, Iron Monger's armor is open and Jeff Daniels, the dude, is inside of it. Bridges. And it looks, yeah, not Jeff Daniels. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I practiced on the way over here, too. <laughs> 
Um, and he's so. still in the armor with its top open. Yeah, yeah. And it does it look better than yes, Ruffalo? Yeah, it looks better than Ruffalo and the Hulkbuster. <laughs> armor shit is so bad. It's so fucking whack. It looks it's so it's like they all had to leave it in there as a goof. Jeff Bridges is like terrible. famously like bashes that movie because he said that there's like there was like no script and it was all slapdash together. But I don't think that comes through in the final film no, no, at all. No, it's uh, it wasn't as good as R.I.P.D. I, I don't mean to keep bringing up like it's pre Rooster Cogburn voice on everything. Have any which of is you great. guys seen the concept art by Adi Gradoff for that movie? He mm. did like a bunch of you, you guys have all read the, the Iron Man Extremist book, like, yeah, he yeah. did all the covers, never heard of like, it. Those oh, like yeah. super like technical yeah. fancy covers. He did it. Look it up on the. They they put an art book out, but you can look it up on Google. He did all the concept drawings. So like, there's drawings of Iron Man fighting the Iron Monger, and it looks fucking rad as hell. And it looks so cool. But like, there again, yeah, we always is, talk about the villain problems in MCU, but like, we never talk about how good Jeff Bridges actually is in that movie. That's not a bad villain. No, no he's not. not bad. I think it's easy to forget because he was the first one, yeah. and he dies. And never shows back yeah. up. But like, um, absolutely. No, I totally agree. But it's one of those things that we always talk about with other like pre kind of Marvel Marvel movies, where like hire the people that know the stuff. Yeah. So like when Favreau was getting the design team together, he together he got Adi Gradoff involved, who like drew Iron Man comics. So you've got yeah. a guy that like knew what they're like. That's what we always talk about. Like, get the people that know what they're doing. I think the scene where he comes out of the terrorist bunker in the tin can suit That's might be one of. Base, but that, but that, control. no, but I'm saying like <laughs> just that scene. I think it's, might be one of the oh, best. So it's good. It's like one of the best scenes in the whole MCU. So good. I, I, when he first fires it up, and then you just see this fucking great. Mm. Did you know that uh, Tom Morello from Raging Against the Machine is like it's one of the terrorists in Pretentious Asshole? Well, yeah, but <laughs> he's one of the terrorists that's in the bunker. Oh, really? Yeah, and he also did some of the music for the movie. Some of that music. Some of that music is not. No, probably the music even. Probably there's some like some like orchestral pieces that are just like eh, doesn't really doesn't really fit the tone. They got the risen. He's a big guy. Setting up Jarvis to be Vision later on. Yeah. And, and it was, the, it was what's his name the whole time, right? Yeah, it, it was, was Paul, uh, Bettany. Paul Bettany, yeah. That, the the stinger, just yeah. Nick Fury in the in the uh, the bar, right? No, in his house, oh, like waiting right. for him to come back from the press I conference. I am Iron Man. It's the press, just, yeah, yeah that. it's just it's so good. Yeah, you you can't say enough about it. That right. is such a great. That press conference is great. The, it, well, the truth is, the whole movie is Iron so good. And like like Alan just said, the fact that it's the linchpin of. 20 years of movies now like it's it's I know like we're we're you know so far past it so far gone but it's still kind of staggering to me yeah to yeah, think like about you think, like what a game we just had a movie with like 70 main characters yeah and it's people not, dying left and right with an alien killing half the universe and it started with Tony Stark getting kidnapped in the desert by terrorists well and it's like right. it's funny because they had to go with Iron Man because they fucking Gave away the rights to every other major character. They had they basically gave, nothing when they, they went gave bankrupt. Away the, they gave away the rights to Spider Man yeah. for like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, that movie is ten years old. Yeah, Canon used to own the rights to Spider Man. Yep. That's how Sony got it. I, yep. I don't think Marvel owned the rights for movies for Spider Man since like the seventies. They wow. they sold the rights to Canon for like <clears throat> nothing. Yeah, and I still in my weird alternate universe, 
I really wish we got the Michael Dudikoff Spider-Man movie. Oh yeah, like the canon because the James Cameron written Spider-Man. The American oh, Ninja before oh, that. Yeah, yeah. They, because, oh, because it's supposed to be a what's his face, uh, Albert Pyun. Mm-hmm. Was gonna do Spider-Man after Cyborg. Cyborg. Like I know it. A be, lot of those sets were supposed to be for that Spider-Man movie. Yep. <laughs> don't ask, like don't ask me movie. how. I'm gonna, I, like the Cyborg sets? Yes. I remember you telling and me that. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. They recycled all no their sense. Masters of the Universe well, 2 yeah. and Spider-Man crap to make that movie. Exactly. It's like Mary Jane you get lowered into a well with Wait, barbed wire. Who knows? It's canon. Who knows what the fuck that... That's why I want to see it. Like, mm-hmm. God only knows what a fucking canon Spider-Man movie would have been. Mm-hmm. With Michael Dudikoff, who I still think, like, never got the, the proper shine, because I think he would have been a much better actor under he better was, he was gonna be he, In our movie, he was going to be President yeah. Ninja. American yeah. Ninja President. But like he was but already like real already too much, <laughs> already too just old. like the American president, but he's also a ninja. Yeah, I mean, really, with with our current president, <laughs> isn't anything a possibility now? Yeah, at least a ninja's kind of smart. That pear shaped dickhead isn't a ninja. I can't wait for the boring Oliver Stone Trump movie. Uh, oh, like W? Oh God, that movie pilot shit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm moving <laughs> on. I watched. Thank it. you for bringing up Iron Man. Now, now it makes me want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Like I want to watch it more. I, w- I might start. Plowing through all of them. Yeah. Again, because Hulk didn't come out too far after. Yeah, Iron I want Man. you to watch the first Avenger again and tell me how you don't like it still, because I really like that movie. I watched it recently. I never said I didn't like it. I just no, it's not it. Alec. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I like that movie. Who doesn't? You don't he like, doesn't it. like that movie. Oh yeah. Never mind. I, I just make more sense. I just don't think that I, there's no. I, there's too much middle in that movie. There's too much montage. There's not enough jamos. That's the same. <laughs> it doesn't have enough jamos. I mean, Jamie's I feel like got the they, best stinger out of all. Of I mean, them. the I, second I, best stinger out of all of them. I, I still think that it, it, the yeah. problem with the best Chris Evans is Captain America is the US, best character in that movie. Any of those movies, I don't, need, I, don't need, I don't need USO shows. That's no, I'm with Gogs. Yeah. The problem is that they montage, they montage the wrong parts. Like, yeah. I want to see the Howling Avengers. Give me, give me Howling Commandos. Or yeah, Howling Commandos. The fucking the but shit. They, the the opening where he turns into fucking Captain America and he's running around and the kids like not drowning. He's gonna stand up like go down the stick. That scene is. I, I'm great. sorry. The part with uh, what's his name, who's now preacher. Um, that, oh, it was Stark's dad. That fucking gif where it's just like like he's like, <laughs> Captain America turns into a beefcake and he takes off his glasses like. It's I, that's still one of the funniest gifts ever. Anyway, sorry, Alan. Um, I watched. Thank you again, though. I really, I'm going to watch it this week. <clears throat> you we'll, should. We'll be talking about Iron Man next week. It. Woohoo! I love it. I watched the the Bill and Ted movies. Both of them. Uh, yeah. I'm going to, a popular opinion, I think I prefer the second one now, maybe just because I've seen the first one so many times, but I really like the second movie. I, I haven't seen either one of these in four. Ever. I watched Bill and Ted movies in a I like maybe not since they came out almost. These movies are spectacular. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. yeah. They are they're way smarter than I remember. Yeah. Do you think all Ken- the time travel stuff is they they tie everything up like perfectly. Yeah. yeah. It, it works. And the history Look. jokes are funny. Yeah. Like, you get them now that yeah. you're not a kid. I know like we're all that same age, you're like like when I watched this I was a child, I didn't get the Socrates joke. Yeah, I didn't Freud. get the I didn't get the yeah. Ford jokes. I didn't get the Joan of Arc jokes. Like, do, do you think it catches extra shine because of our newfound love? Not newfound, but our continued love and respect for current Keanu? Uh, maybe. maybe. I don't know. I think, I think I, Alex Winter is better than Keanu in those yeah, movies. Yeah, he kind of is. And the second movie's so fucking weird. Like, oh, my God. I, I forgot, like, it's like half insane. of that movie. Yeah. The fucking second they're, movie. They're playing... 
Yeah, Chest yeah, but they were just an Igmar right? Bergman yeah. joke for the, who? The They're second so... movie is about the seventh seal. I didn't appreciate that until I was in my twenties. Like I didn't know that what the fucking reference. In both was. of those movies, they used the f word a few times. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> forgot about that. You're alive, yeah, fag. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> but like, it was cute though. It was a different time. It was a different time. <laughs> like in the first one. Towards the end, they're they're trying to figure out how to break out the uh, all the historical figures out of prison. Yeah. It's like, well, why don't we just go to the future and steal your dad's keys, <laughs> yeah. or we leave them? I don't know. How about there? <laughs> yeah. Like, I love that the trash can like, has wild stallions <laughs> rule on it. I like, like I, I can't believe that a movie that fucking dumb, like they <laughs> took enough effort, made enough effort to make sure all the time travel bits work. Yeah, yeah. like every work better. All, than all like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like every all the sciencey parts. Actually, makes sense. It's like that a uh, it. it's like a proto Rick and Morty. Yeah. Kind of, like, yeah. It's like a comedy movie that's dumb, but it's actually like they took time to actually figure it out. It's those evil work. dick robot us. I loved. <laughs> it was Carlin's character named Rufus. 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 Yeah. In the first movie, I I adore and I loved it when I was a child, and I think I love it even more now. When their timelines their timelines collide yeah. and they meet themselves. But the first thing they do is that stupid guitar thing. It's like, it's so funny. Dude, I tell you the story about me and my buddy Brad when we worked at Chi Chi's. I was bartending in there. And we were doing something. There's a woman sitting at the bar by herself. And we just sat and we did the wild stallions. And she gave us this fucking look. Yeah. Like this ice dagger. I'm like, did she get gang raped to the wild stallions? <laughs> like, was she getting, like, rotisserie? And the guy was like, what? <laughs> she just had a weird that reaction. Movie. I, I was diddled to that situation. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the second, Pam Greer turns into George Carlin. Yeah. And then they're like, we don't know how Which to... Is we, every we're supposed to win this battle of bands. We don't know how to play music. Yeah. Like, why don't we just learn now? <laughs> they time travel, like, two years into the future, learn the music, immediately come back <laughs> into the best band in the history of the world. You need a triumphant oh, video. Brilliant. Did you buy it, or...? No, they're on. Uh, they're both on Amazon yeah, right nice. now. Oh, okay, I'm, like, I'm kind of bummed on, out that uh, we didn't go see both. both. They they had a double with, feature. With Alex yeah, Winter. they had a like, double I feature really at the Parkway with Alex Winter. I would have asked him so many questions about Death Wish Three. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people did. <laughs> yeah, but who's Alex Winter in Death Wish Three? He was He's just like a punk gang, like one of the part of that weird like death cult. Didn't you watch gang. Uh, Electric, Electric Boogaloo? They interview yeah. him a lot in that. He's like one of the like the lead punks in the third one. He's directed Before. a bunch of stuff. He's directed a lot of Ben Ten movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's conti- he's one of those guys. That, he's like a Fred Savage who's continued to work a lot. Yeah, but like behind the camera, you know. He, yeah, I recommend watching those movies again. If you've never seen him, you're missing a treat. He's also got nothing but like super glowing things to say about Keanu yeah. Reeves. Apparently, like everyone like has nothing but nice things to say about Keanu. Death Reeves. wins Indy Five Hundred. I didn't know I could run that fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I'm gonna say. Is death. All the fucking that's the, right. The, yeah. the uh the magazine cover montage at the end of the second one. I mean, oh, it's fucking great. Death you, goes into solo rap career. Can you imagine the fucking? Does they play on the moon? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> can they you play imagine on Mars? The stones of somebody that's like, hey, we got. Let, let's. <laughs> I'm trying to put this in like more contemporary. Like, so let's say. So I want to write the sequel to Dumb and Dumber, okay? So I'm going to write Dumb and Dumber 2. I know it already happened, but yeah. just follow me on this. I want to base it around Stalker. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, I, want, I want to make the Hangover 4, but make it a reference to Delicatessen. Right. Yeah, yeah I want <laughs> 
can we make bridesmaids, but sort of make it like the cabinet of Dr. Caligari? Like, you know, like, they fucking made Bill and Ted 2 about the seventh seal. That is legitimately the most insane idea I've ever heard. And apparently, this none is, of us got that when we were kids. This is a dialed oh, no. back version because the original version was supposed to be Bill and Ted go to hell, hell and it yeah. was like real weird, like yeah. weirder than it turned out. Yeah, it's great. It is great. Both of them are great. Yeah, I highly. These are the I feel like they used to give them away with Papa John's or Pizza Hut or something. Remember they had those yeah, the order the pizza. Have... It would be pizza in a movie. And Do you remember the, the cartoon? <laughs> they had a cartoon. Yeah, I remember the cartoon. Bill and Ted's yeah. excellent adventure. Yeah, station. Anything else? Yes. Wait, was that was that counted as one or no, was it two that's things? Two. <laughs> that's two things. Two Ted. Um, <laughs> the last movie, I think some of you are going to be very happy that I watched. Ooh, was it Blade Runner twenty forty nine? No. Oh God. <laughs> Quit it. Oh. I watched Green Room. Ooh. It's that our movie. number one movie oh, of that year. By the way, just. Well, I still have it fresh in my memory. Murder Party. I think, yeah, just came I on think Netflix. They're, they're getting ready because the new Jeremy Sonia movie is going to be on Netflix. Uh, Murder Party is available on Netflix. I highly they recommend it. the cover. That's Jeremy Sonia's first film, and it's yeah, very it's good. It's like 60 minutes. If you go back, I think I talked about it before. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I just wanted to get it out there. I forgot. Before I forgot. Green Room is excellent. Yeah! Hey, a movie we actually all agree on. We all love it. That doesn't have dudes fucking. <laughs> but there's subtext. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all those white supremacists mm. fuck each other. We yeah, all like how all how real. quickly and brutal how quick and brutal does that movie get? It's rough. It's rough. Dude's arm. <sighs> oh, oh, yeah, we all talk about like, it's fucking terrible. And like it's we I know we talked about this in the past, but like what it just it just and it, Amplifies the tragedy, which was the loss of Anton Yelchin, because he's oh my God. super yeah, yeah. good I, in that movie. I uh, I will talk about it next week, but I have Thoroughbreds. Oh, to watch. did you watch it? No, oh, I'm okay. gonna watch it. I want to watch it. Apparently, he's very good in it. It's his last film. So, so how'd you watch Green Room? Would you borrow it's it? On it's on Netflix. Netflix. It's on Netflix right now. It's on Netflix or Amazon. One of them. Yeah. So you liked it, but it was what, free. You, what do you think? Give some insight. <sighs> um. Patrick Stewart is incredible. Yeah, oh my god, yes. He is absolutely incredible because he's still like he's still like Captain Picard or Professor X, just a horrible have we, Nazi have we version. We've had a menacing um uh Patrick Patch, Stewart before? I don't think so. Yeah, is this first bat? Huh? Yeah, in the green room. In the, in but the, it's a Christmas Carol. Damn it. But I think like what what's, for a little bit. what sells it for me and, and you know, please uh I think that the fact that he isn't like cartoonishly evil, he's like you said, he's still that Captain Ricard, but he's like awful. Like, yeah. but he's still just he's like matter of fact, quiet. Like, yeah, yeah. But, but like his his, I don't know, his, the the neo Nazis or whatever that are like with him, he's like treating them just like Captain Picard would mm-hmm. his yeah. crew. Like he cares for them. He like wants them to. Thrive, yeah, yeah, to thrive. They're just all horrible, What'd you horrible think of, people. Uh, show friend Macon Blair. He was the the number two. The try the guy trying to get his laces. Oh, yeah, that's Macon Blair. Yeah, yeah. he's also he was leading Blue Ruin. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Oh, yet. you need to watch you Blue, Blue Ruin. Ruin. Yeah. I, I wish you were like more familiar with punk music because like one of my favorite parts of that movie is when they get on stage Play and hear the, the opening Kennedy of that Dead Kennedy song. I'm like, oh, I know what this song is, yeah. and then they start playing Nazi punks. Fuck off. <laughs> 
I saw, I recently saw Napalm Death, and they, like, covered that. Oh, yeah? And they were like, if there is anybody in the room that sympathizes white nationals, you're not welcome here. Get the fuck out. We're gonna play this song by the Dead Kennedys, and they started playing it on something like that. <clears throat> um, the, all, pretty much all the violence in that movie is gross. It, well, it's gross. It's very gross. <laughs> and sudden. Dude gets his neck eaten off by a dog. Ugh. Oh, that but guy? But so, like... Yeah. Sudden, yeah. Like, like that was uh, Stephen Stills from No. Scott get that mixed right? up. The other oh, guy the in the other band. Guy, that's right. This guy was the guy that's leading the prayer before dawn. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Like you're, they're like mounting up to go try to escape, <laughs> and you're expecting like some kind of like <laughs> glory. Nope. Nope. <laughs> a couple dudes get it's, popped, or a dude and a chick get popped. It's very Coensy in that kind of way, mm-hmm. like a really cranked up. I think that Sonya, that's kind of, like, he's kind of a, a, and we're going to talk a little bit about Cohen's in a bit with my picks, but uh, he's kind of like a Neo-Cohen in a weird way. Like, I think that his sensibilities are like a more, I don't want to use the term drastic, but like a more extreme Cohen. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, he's got a backwards baseball and, cap. And I mean that and... in like the best possible way. Like, I, I think like well, sort of a Fubu shirt. What, I'm, what I mean Ooh. is that like no, I know what you mean. The Coens invoke it's, it's a different tone. The Coens invoke a lot of noir. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. like especially I think like the the most uh, crossover between their two styles would be like Miller's Crossing. Yeah, where like Miller's Crossing is like a very strict kind of old school crime movie, but then it's. Intercut with this hyper violence, yeah. which is straight from noir, and I feel like that is like what Sonya does so well. He's like a more of a, like a um, like an exploitation Coens, like that's more of his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a better like way. You, you you worded it better yeah. than I did. Like usual, you're good with the words. Um, I'm is, really glad you. How would you feel about I the last like line of that movie? Because I yeah, think it's one of my favorite things ever. Oh, what was it? I think I know what my favorite song is my yeah. island song. Is yeah, I figured out my Desert Island record. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, and. Because she was a Nazi too, right? She's no, a, she was Nazi so, adjacent. She's Nazi adjacent. <laughs> but she just rebelled because her friend got yeah. murdered by Nazis. Yeah, yeah. she did. Mm. I feel like everyone gross. in I feel like everyone that movie is, arm is a fucking oh, It's That's more disgusting than the dude who got gutted. Oh, like. Oh. Everything, the fucking feedback. Oh. Like, but I feel like everybody in that movie is written like super smart. Yeah, like, no, it's yeah. not it's like a, really a it's not like, like a clunky horror movie where everybody yeah. makes dumb decisions. Like the part where the bouncer like pulls out his phone, like cracks it in half so they can't. Yeah. Like, like everybody's like got like everybody kind of does the most logical thing. I mean, and it's they got one bad of, puppy. It's one of those things that, that we've talked about on the show. But fucking Jeremy Sonny is a goddamn genius. <laughs> yeah. Like he's not given a nearly enough credit. Like that guy. Have has, you seen Blue Ruin? No, you should. It's this on. Is the first I think that's movie still on from him that I've. If it's not on Netflix, it's on I've Amazon seen. Prime. And if it's not on that, I have the Blu-ray, and I'll let you borrow it. If it's it. not on that, boom. But it's, it's so <laughs> okay. <good>. Yeah, <laughs> you need to watch it. I think Blue Ruin is true. I think it yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch more stuff. He did Neon Demon too, didn't he? No, no that's. that's Oh, they're not the same guy. Boyfriend. Yeah, that's it's not guy. Dennis Villanueva. Thought that's they were the same dude. We're dating a lot. Well, I think that was like my one, two, three that year were Green Room, Rogue One, and Neon Demon. I think in that order. Man, remember when we liked Star Wars movies? Oh, well, not long ago. Uh, Less than two seems, years ago. It seems like like ten years ago. Yeah, it really does. Anything else, Alan? No. You watch some great shit. Uh, yes. Eagles? I yeah. I'm you really treated yourself. I have amazing taste in movies. Actually, Green Room was not my pick. It was Stacy's pick. Ooh, oh, I what did she think about it? She loved it. She thought it was great. Oh, she's she great. threw up. I'm, I'm <laughs> I, already, I already liked her. Now I like her even more. Yeah, that was her pick. Nice. Good choice. Yeah, it was... 
I was very happy with it. I'm glad you Girl choice? Girl choice? Uh, you asked for me, my yeah. picks, right? I'm going to go TJ. long, probably. Yeah, I kind of figured you would. I watched two things. Two, two things? things? Have any of you all seen <laughs> the Coen Brothers' A Serious Man? No. Yes. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. What'd you think of it? It's all right. I absolutely loved it. Well, shock. Uh, somebody look up this guy's name, because I can't remember it, but he was in Boardwalk Empire, he's the lead in The Serious Man, he's been in a ton of movies, he was in, um... Googled on the Michael bus. something, right? He, yeah, he was in a Shape of, He was in The Shape of Water, he's been like in a Shannon? ton of fucking movies. Now, he's... A Serious Man is not gonna be, like, the... Po- it's not a Big Lebowski, because it's kind of difficult, because it's basically a big movie that's... Michael in, Stolberg. Yeah, he is fantastic. Um... But to me, this movie is, is... I read it as being super anti-religious. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is something that people don't want to co-sign. Mm-hmm. It's also... Disagree. It's also very, very Jewish. Mm-hmm. And I'm not... I have nothing against being Jewish, but, like, for a mainstream audience that has nothing to connect to it to, like... It's all about. Like, so when you say it's anti-religious, you think it's like anti-Jewish religion? No, anti-established religion. Anti-God, basically. Okay. Not. I guess I should have. It's the right, story of Job, isn't it? Yeah, but like, <laughs> it, that that, that <laughs> is kind of rusted development. Story of God. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gobias Industries. I, I I think that this movie is like absolutely fantastic. It's funny in the way the Coen Brothers like this. This movie, to me, is written almost like a Simpsons episode. Like, um, I'm sorry, I have, like, scatterbrained. I like this movie so much, I have a hard time, like... I, sh- I Actually, after I finished watching it, I was like, I should write a bunch of stuff down so I'm not, like... Ah, I, like, because I, I feel like I'm Chris Farley. Like, you remember this part of the scene? <laughs> Take notes. I, I should. Yeah, that's that's I write your own synopsis. I'm going to try and find a stick to murder it. So, first of all, Get this... gun. <laughs> Get one of your guns. All right. Yeah. I'm going to take a second, and... The first thing I like about this movie a lot is to me, and I put it posted on Facebook, that a serious man is Jewish Eraserhead because it's about a lead character that is in an absurdist film. Yeah. And everyone else, like, he's the only one that's rational. Right. Everything is going wrong, and everyone is reacting to, like, terrible situations. Like, what's the matter? Like, his wife decides, like, out of nowhere, according to his reaction, that she wants to leave him. And he's like, why? What did I do wrong? And she just, like, flips out. Like, he... It, it's a great scene because it's written in, like, two... It's written, like, two characters from two different movies, right? Like, he's just like, what, what did I do wrong? What can I do to, to fix this? And she's just, like, like flipping out. Like, he's arguing with her. And it's just played totally straight. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's, it's wonderful. They do this thing that the Simpsons do that I love all the time where it's a, it's a running bit where, like... Uh, the, the guy that she wants to leave him for, I forget his name, but, like, every time someone mentions his name, they go, Sal, whatever his name is, Sal Albertson, that guy's a piece of shit. Like, every time, like, he mentions that guy's name to, like, six other people in the movie, and they all react in the same way. It's just, like, a very cheap joke that I always yeah. find, that Simpsons do it a lot. Well, once you do it a, enough times, it gets funnier and funnier. I think it's just funnier. so funny. Like, there's, like, it's just about this downtrodden guy that just does, like, Everything right, everyone just shits on him the whole time. And then, spoiler alert, the one time he, like, goes against his, his ethics, he gets a call from his doctor that says he's gonna die, and then his kid's gonna die, and that's the movie. It yeah. ends. Ugh. It's so good, 
and it's so like weirdly like like, like dry. If I was like a, a minister trying to convert somebody, I think I'd leave the whole Job story out because well, it's like it, I guess like a tough shit. Sean, yeah, to Job's go, a to tough. To go back sit. to what you were asking, like I guess maybe, I, maybe again, like maybe anti-religious is not the right term, but it's it's like. It's almost like they took the Old Testament God yeah. and like applied it to like a real life, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. to a, because like this is a God. You're trying to say God's not real? No, he's not. I but, but, God's not dead. <laughs> but they already made three of those. God's <laughs> still not dead. Three. God's not dead. Three. All the Avengers. Every single one of those movies made money. <laughs> God's still are not dead. Yes. <laughs> Good night, everybody. God's I'm not gonna come up with anything better than that. God's not dead. I don't know. Revenge. I I fucking love this movie, and like, there's like, there's so many great bits where um, who's the guy that played Colonel Sanders in Spaceballs? <gasps> oh, I can't think of the character's name. You know, yeah. you guys are yeah, talking yeah, about, right? Yeah. Is it Richard something? Possibly. Linklater. So like in the movie, yeah, he, Richard Linklater. So in the movie, like he's trying to get help for all of these problems. The lead character is trying to get help for all these problems that he's having in his life. So he's referred to the rabbis. Like, well, go see this rabbi. And he wants to see the oldest rabbi. He's supposed to be the Fred Melamed. No, George Weiner. Oh, George Weiner. George Weiner is the guy that plays the second rabbi. So the first rabbi is the guy that's on the Big Bang Theory. That's Richard Kind. Yeah. He's very funny in this role. He's the big fat guy. Yeah. No, he's Spin small. City. He's small guy. Spin City. Spin, Spin City bitch. Spin, the Spin guy City from bitch. The first rabbi is a thin about Richard thin Lewis? Guy. No, I'm no, no, talking about the Big Bang Theory, the current TV oh, show. Oh, I was thinking of something else. Direct <laughs> City what bitch. Let's watch the house of the clock and the walls. Like a, no. That's what I'm talking about. He's the brother. Okay. He's the brother in the film. Richard Kind is the brother. Direct City bitch. Who's also great in the movie. But anyway. Is this better than Lady Killers or no? Of course it is. So, anyway, so like, <laughs> so the first that's the that's the guy that his wife is cheating on. Oh, that guy. Uh, he was in that. This movie, is great uh, for a podcast, by the way. This guy. This oh, guy. This podcast podcast sucks anyway. It wasn't just in a world. You know, uh, about the voice. Yeah, that's a good movie. Um, anyway, so he, he the whole thing. Every time he's got a problem, the people that are in the faith. Or like you know, see in the, the faith. Well, it's part of the movie. No, I know. It was, uh, that was a coming to America joke. Um, but they tell him go see the rabbi because the rabbis are imparted with knowledge and they'll help him there. So at first he sees this young rabbi who's like a they call him a junior rabbi. I didn't yeah. know old rabbi and a young rabbi. Well, no, he literally is a young rabbi, yeah. like a rabbi that's like in his twenties. Sounds like a rapper. A middle aged rabbi and a rabbi that's super old. Yeah. But the whole time he wants to see the super old rabbi, but he doesn't have time for him. So the first rabbi tells him literally like. Well, I don't know what to tell you, but, like, look outside of this parking lot, and it's amazing. Like, like God's splendor is in this fucking parking lot. Look, you can pick any spot you want. And he literally just, like, <laughs> gazes out of the parking lot. And, like, the again, the dude, the, the lead guy, is playing everything, like, normal. Everyone else in the movie is, like, in this fucking surreal film. Well, that, it, like, it sounds like the scene in Hail Caesar where they've got all the religious... It's, remember it's, they're doing the that whatever that Bible story is and they've got all the religious... It's very simple. Yeah. Well, the Coens, I mean... Yeah. So, the second rabbi is the guy from Spaceballs, mm -hmm. and he is my favorite bit in the whole movie. So, again, like, this guy is... His wife is leaving him, like, his life is literally falling apart from him. His kids don't give a shit about him, like, everything's falling apart. He's about to lose his job, he's a professor, he's a, a physics professor. Everything's falling apart in his life, and he goes to this guy, he's like, I don't know what to do, I don't know what, uh, Hashem, I think that's the, I think I'm saying that correctly, that is, like, the Jewish word for God. Like, oh, it's Hashim. 
Is it? Or Yahweh? Actually, you're not even. If you're really Jewish, you're not supposed to say the name of God. Period. Well, that's why you ever see when they write like G. Well, in the in, space D. That's if why. I in the film, small I, G's. In the film, I believe he he when he says God, I think yeah. he says Hashem. I I think. I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. Anyway, so he, he's like he's like uh, you know I don't know what he's telling me to do. Like there's all these things, and I like he's a good person. He's like I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So the guy from Spaceballs just goes in this story about how this. Uh, the, what's the word? The uh, non-Jewish person. Uh, uh, Gentile. Gentile. No, 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 no. Uh, Nazi. Come on. <laughs> no, a, a, a goy. Yeah, a goy. goy. That's okay. the word I like. So he's like, he's like, if I told you the story about the goy dentist. So it goes on this long-ass story. And I mean, like, it's long. It cuts to, like, other footage. Like, it, they shot, like, this whole other story about how this goy finds these Jewish characters on this person's teeth. And it says... Find the truth or something. Hebrew letters. What did I say? Jewish characters. I mean, like people. Potato, potato. Really? <laughs> that, that's what you stop me on. Uh, so he finds like this message from God, and this story goes on for like ten movie minutes. Yeah. And then he never finishes <laughs> it. And the the main character's like, so what happened? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, what what difference does it make? He's like. What? <laughs> He's like, it doesn't really matter. He's like, well, why did you tell me the story? He's like, I don't know. It's like, it's just, this is just how it is. <laughs> it's, I want to rewatch it. It's so good. And I mean, I like, and finally, the he never, like, spoiler alert, he never meets the old rabbi. His son does. The old rabbi's words of wisdom are literally just lyrics from a Jefferson airplane song. <laughs> It's like, it's so fucking good. I love this movie. Like, I... You've never seen it before? No, no. And I, I don't know if you remember, a few, like, probably six months ago, I went through, like, my Coen Brothers kit, yeah. where I, like, bought all of their Blu-rays, so I just went through my shelf, and I hadn't yeah. watched that one yet. I loved it. I think this is, like, amongst some of their best their best work. I thought all it was... their movies, though, are amongst some of their best work, just about. But, like, for my personal yeah. ranking, like, this is up there. This is in top five. Ooh. Top five? Big Lebowski's number one. Ooh. Big Lebowski, Blood Simple, um, Miller's Crossing, Fargo, Fargo. This. Wow. Yeah. Take that old brother word though. No Country for Old Men. I mean, I like that, but I, I burn I, after I, reading. Yeah, I mean, those are to yeah. me. I mean, I, I get Lady Raising Arizona. They're all good. Like Lady. The, you know, Edgar Wright's favorite movie is Raising Arizona. His favorite movie of all time. Since it's really good. Yeah. It's good and it also speaks to kind of the way he makes movies. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Damn, he's a goon. All right. So anyway, so yeah, go watch a series, man. It's it's on Netflix. I watched it on Blu-ray, but it is on Netflix. Watch TJ's Blu-ray. Uh, or come over to my power and I watch my Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk to your power. Don't sit Blu-ray. in my spot. Yeah, yeah don't or Alex spot. I get the end of the couch, Sean gets the chair. Yeah, that's true. There's one spot in between me and TJ. Yeah, I watched it's the ski captain seat. I watched one other film. <laughs> ski one <laughs> It's on Shutter on Amazon. Uh, well, it, it Shutter's not really just pants. On, no, you can get it on com- uh, computer Shit. and I. I really like Shutter. I think we. Still I think for stars. I think Sean and I've talked about it before. But Shutter's definitely worth the like three dollars. Well, I got a, what is that? What's the one that uh, Yakuza's on? Oh, um... Fandor? Fandor. I bought... I got the trial just to watch that movie. Haven't watched it. Forgot to cancel it, so now I'm paying for it. Yeah. Still haven't watched the movie. Welcome to my world. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But anyway, I watched a movie called Street Trash, which is a movie that, as someone that's... About Riggedy Cricket? No. Well, kind of. So, I have been a fan of, like, 
80s and 70s like gore horror movies for most of my life. And this is a movie that I've heard about for a long time. I've just never watched. Is it's, it a video nasty? It is. Okay. Um. So so this is a movie. This is a very movie. The po- as I was watching it, I was like, "Where are God's Alec and Sean?" Like, <laughs> it felt like a movie we watch on the show because a, it's a movie that has no plot. <laughs> yeah. It's a movie that's incredibly problematic. <laughs> is it like, like hour forty. It's an hour and like forty-two minutes Perfect. long. Yeah, one hundred and forty-two minutes. Yeah, uh, it's it's a fucking I gotta get a drink entire mess. <laughs> um, it's an entire so mess. the in, the thing about this movie is, so it starts out and it's about this. It's about this guy that he he runs a liquor store. He goes for some reason because this is a weird shitty movie and there's he goes underneath his steps and he finds this old dusty bottle of or old dusty box of booze full of bottles that's just this weird booze and he's like oh this is verbatim what he says in the movie oh i can sell this for a dollar hmm. then you find out by the first homeless guy that drinks it it like gooifies you and he literally sits on a toilet in a junkyard that's not connected to anything, just like in the rubble. He sits on a toilet, and it's an old-fashioned toilet, which I appreciate. It's one with like the, the chain, chain and the bucket up, up yeah, top, yeah. past your head, like a water, yeah. like a legit. Uh, what do they call this? Water closet. Yeah, a lot of hydrostatic pressure. Yes. Um, sure. Uh, so anyway, he oh, drinks. He drinks this liquor that turns him into a goo pile, like a legit gooifies him and turns him into a goo pile <laughs> on, the, okay, on the toilet. I hate this. So you watch the movie, and that's how it opens. You're like, okay, it's going to be about this like goo liquid poison that's going to kill all these homeless people. Nope, that's forgotten about in about ten minutes. The movie is about homeless people and rape and homeless zombies and... I don't even know what else. Vietnam vets. So goo liquor doesn't come back? Oh, it comes back at the end for reasons I don't know. This movie is... Like, we joke a lot about movies being problematic. I think whoever wrote this movie should legit go to jail. <laughs> I don't know who, what the statutes of limitations are. It is incredibly... Hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't know what the statutes of limitations <laughs> are? Statutes. Uh, yeah. Statutes. Come on. The statue of limitations. It's the statue of limitations. It's the guy going like this. Yeah. It's the point after. Get this long. It's the point after. It's the point after. I present you with the statue of limitations. <laughs> this guy should go to jail. This is like the most problem. First of all, it's incredibly racist. Like there is... No- like what kind of racist? Oh, anytime. Uh, a character of color is on screen that is brought up instantaneously. Uh, any like Asian slurs, black slurs, you you name it. Um, the movie has no main character, like at all. It's like the last zombie nation. It kind of. <laughs> um, at one point, at, at one point, like also rape is like the only way people have sex in this movie. Hmm. And it's every time someone's raped, like literally, like circus music starts playing, like it's a goof. There is like six. I'm not even kidding. Six goof rapes in this movie. So like one of the characters is this Asian girl who's called several Asian slurs in the film. Uh, she is. Do we get points if we guess them? No, I don't. I don't. I don't need to do that. You can. You, you know them. You know all the hits. You know all the, all the classics. Are we, like, are we keeping a score now? So anyway, she works in this junkyard, right? Mm-hmm. And in this junkyard, a bunch of homeless Vietnam vets live. 
and she's befriended one of them. They don't get flashbacks? They do. That's part of the movie. Mm. Oh, and wait till you hear about those flashbacks. Um, so she befriends one of them. The man that actually owns the junkyard is like, get these bums out of my house or whatever. Get out of my junkyard. Blah, blah, blah. And he's this big fat guy. He looks like Will Sasso. So at one point in the movie, so after you get introduced to him, the Asian chick's like, leave me alone. Like, you're always harassing me. He's like, ah, you know you like it. At one point in the movie, just randomly, you cut to her getting raped by him. She's like, get off me. And he's like, fucking her. And she's like, what are you doing? And again, it's like... Mancini's baby elephant. Yeah. And then, and then he, like, he, like, collapses on top of her as he's fucking her. And she's like, oh my god, you died. I'm gonna die with this fat fuck on top of me. And the scene stops for, like, 50 seconds of movie time. And he's like, no, I'm still alive. You like it, don't you? It's like, what the fuck movie am I oh, watching? It was like a Dukes of Hazzard also, freeze this same, Waylon Jennings. This same guy that owns it finds a corpse later in the movie and then casually takes his dick out and they fucks the corpse. Again, casually. Again, played for laughs. Like, <laughs> it's, called, it's called Street Trash. At one point, this is my favorite part of the movie. At one point, so the kind of... One of the characters is this homeless guy that you think is going to be the lead because he's the first person you're introduced to. He he goes past, like, this nightclub, right? And this girl comes out, and she's, like, in, like, a cocktail dress, and she's like, Are you Frankie? And he's like, Yeah, I'm Frankie. And then they, like, go off to... Like, she's like, I want you to fuck me. Like, this is, like, I'm not... Paraf like, I'm not uh, embellishing the dialogue. This is legit what they say. And he's like, Okay. So then Frankie comes out, and Frankie's like a mob boss, and he's like, where's my girlfriend? To so the doorman, he's like, I don't know, she went off with some guy. These two people couldn't look anything, like, they don't look anything at all like. Like, it's a big fat Italian guy, and this other guy looks like fucking the lead singer of the Black Crows. Anyway, so he, the, the homeless guy Chris takes... Chris Robinson. Chris Robinson, yeah. The homeless guy takes her to the, the dump to have sex with her, and she's like, I want to have sex with you. And all of a sudden, he, like, violently, the homeless guy, violently takes her, throws her, like, down, and starts, like, having his way with her, and she's like, I don't know about this. Like, so in a case where, like, she wanted to have sex, I know she's drunk, even still this movie chooses to have rape. That scene ends with seven homeless guys watching them have sex, and then get, like, I don't know, violently turned on into zombies, and then they gang-rape her, and then it just cuts? Something like an Abel Ferreira movie. <laughs> it, it is something else. It's a cool poster, though. There's a lot of great artwork associated with this movie. The gore effects... Ooh, guys, look up the deviant art for it. The gore <laughs> effects for this movie are fantastic. Like, when they turn into goop, it yeah. looks awesome. Like, but this movie... Like, look at the guy with the toilet. Look at the, that one right there, guys. Top... There you go. Like, that looks really cool. It does. You can see the pain in his eye. <laughs> looks well, like, uh... Well, look at that. That's from the film. That right there. This one? Yeah. That's like... No, 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 no. You're right there. That's from the movie. That's wow. like... That's the opening shot of the movie. Mm. But, like, it's so fucking weird. And then, like, the, so the, doing it. The, the... The guy that's, like, the... Like, the head of the homeless people is, like, this crazy Vietnam vet. You find out he has... They just... Because characters just say things in this movie. Doesn't make any sense. He's like, he's got a knife made from a femur bone. Because that's what people do. So they go to a Vietnam flashback where he, like, murders, like, a village, a village of Vietnam people. With a bone knife? And then has sex with one of them. It's 
it is legit one of the strangest movies I've ever seen. It's on Shudder. I can't recommend. I don't even know what the hell that it's is. That's not from the movie. No, it's the male straight wolf mutant. That is not from the movie. But anyway, it's. Oh, oh, one last thing. So one of the homeless characters. I'm not going to call him main character because not. But the one that's like he looks like Ralph Macchio. Like he has a relationship with that Asian girl I talked about earlier. A so they, consensual relationship. Yeah. So they talk right. Right before the end of the movie, they're like they're having like a just a normal conversation, like what's going on, and she's wearing like a mini skirt, and he decides like they don't say anything. He decides just to take his fingers and jam his fingers into her he vagina. Old like, butters, yeah, oh, that's awful squishy. No, he does that, and then that leads to her going, "Let's go to somewhere private," and then they have sex. Who wrote this movie? What fucking predator? Thirteen-year-old boy. It, incels. It's fucking weird, In, man. Yes, incels. It is terrifying. Anyway, that's what I watched. I'm sorry, I went a little long. First time ever. We we're not talking about the movie because we didn't like it. Is not the issue. No, no, for no. once, no. Sorry, we. I just I had to talk about yeah. it. There's two movies. Actually, like for two, like a serious man. I loved, but Street Trash was so. Str- Honestly, I was mad we didn't watch it in in the show. Because I feel like I don't want to watch it. It's yeah. we have a video nasties month. Think of uh, what's video the, nasties. What's, what's the rule? You know the rule. It has to be a pun. You know the law. If you can make it into a month, we'll I mean, watch. I can made. I can. You did it once. I did it once. <laughs> Literally once. Alex more more than one. Alex's a goddamn genius with that. What is it? Video nasty. Yeah. Just think about gore. Like it doesn't have to fit a specific. Like you just. Like, I mean, so Street Trash is a gore movie. It's a fucking eighties horror movie. There's plenty of like it's it it's there's a big umbrella. (laughs) I'm gonna just jam it in. Grossember. Watch Cannibal for (laughs) not. Oh, pass. No, Farat's okay. Oh, I'm thinking now, Holocaust, Holocaust is there. Farat's the movie that... About Gus Farat? No, no. <laughs> so, so like back, back... Remember how I said that I used... I, you know, my whole life I've been like a gore hound. Like, yeah. back in the old days, you could yeah, have... Poon hound. <laughs> that I'm not. Because Poon hound indicates that I get laid. No, no just sniff it out. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, but I can smell a cunt from five miles away. <laughs> <laughs> like Alex puts a leash on you and lets you go track it. Oh, I also forgot. I'm sorry. One last thing about Street Trash. There's like a cop subplot that doesn't make any sense. Cop plot? And like at one point the cop just oh, <laughs> I texted this Sean. How did I forget this? So there's a cop subplot. And again, you think for a second, oh maybe the it's the main character. Maybe the cop's gonna be the main character. Nope. At one point he beats up this mob informant. Like beats him to death basically. Like he's in a body shop and he beats him. Blood's everywhere. Would he, you say he bodied him at the body shop? Yeah. He drags him into the bathroom, beats him up some more, sticks his head in a urinal, then sticks his fingers down his throat and vomits all over him. Puke! <laughs> He's got a puke. Anyway, uh, street trash. Some kind of movie. <laughs> some movie, Rave Charlotte the Spider. I can't imagine. I was thinking, the whole time I was watching this, I was like, well, this guy's probably made, like, three movies, and he screened this for somebody. Like, somebody had to sit next to this guy while they were while watching. While he was doing the like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He gave him the old Harry Knowles elbow. What'd you watch, Sean? Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, so I finally got around to, I promised I would do it, and watched Darren Aronofsky's Mother. Oh, boy. Has anybody ever hit a wall as hard as Darren Aronofsky nope. has recently? Because this movie is fucking trash. And we watched Noah. 
Yeah, Noah's ten times better than this movie. Rock Angels, Ham. <laughs> Darren Aronofsky, I don't think he's read the Bible. I think Darren Aronofsky is familiar with the Bible, as told by the Wachowski sisters in The Matrix. And he's made two Bible movies. Yeah. Did you feel like I, I'm sorry, Darren Aronofsky? This is like a sequel to, to Noah. Yes. Right? In a lot. Darren Aronofsky <laughs> loves The Matrix. I won't admit it. I agree. This movie. Is I love The Matrix, and I do admit it. Yeah, so do I. But he wouldn't because he's a pretentious asshole. Mm. Um, where to start? This is one of the most poorly shot movies I've ever seen. It's like Michael Bay directed it. Well, unless you want to just look at Jennifer Lawrence's tits, that's the one thing that's in frame the entire time. Seen them. Um, Jennifer Lawrence is flat out awful in this movie. <laughs> She's getting outclassed by every single person that walks into the room. Yeah. Um, oh God, what are you, what are you even? What about, about the symbolism, Sean? Can you talk okay. about the symbolism? Is it subtle? <laughs> Again. So, this is going to be a weird point of comparison, right? But Black Dynamite works because Michael Jai White is super familiar with black exploitation movies, understands them inside and out. Yes. Darren Aronofsky has, like, passing understanding of the Bible, which wouldn't be a big deal if it was just, like, he's just doing kind of a, a riff on God, but he's doing a very specific riff on the Bible itself. I don't think you get it, Sean. The, the, <laughs> Ed, Ed Harris, Ed Harris had, his, there was bruises where his ribs were. Yeah. You know? But like um, the Bible. So some people are gonna fucking hate this movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. You can go back to our lost episode to hear me rant. The about movie's this movie. pretentious as fuck. Oh, you think? It's, it, um, it reminds me of the pallbearer. So, like, the first indie movie you want to see is not this movie because you're gonna be like, I don't want to see this movie. It's probably like fucking suck. mother. <laughs> um, and the allegories are really. On the nose, but totally missed the point. Like, the story of Jesus is not that he gets his head ripped off as a baby. <laughs> no. Like, they kind of, like, whether you believe in the story or not, but it's kind of important that he's a grown man. Yes. Wait, did Jesus get his head But you didn't get to Jennifer Lawrence's Mother Earth. You right. didn't get it. Um, I don't think you got God it. God doesn't have a wife, <laughs> like, in general. So, I'm learning it's, a lot. it's played out. Here's the, the problem with the movie is that it's playing two different things at the same time, right? It's playing like a straight narrative about a poet who's famous for some reason because that's a thing that happens, and his <laughs> wife slams her. Who is yes, uh, yeah, he's a he's Saul Slam Williams. Him. He's a late '90s <laughs> slam poet, um, and his wife who's rebuilding his house that is burned completely to cinder except for a crystal because Darren Aronofsky doesn't understand enough about the idea of Mother Earth other than he knows that hippies like crystals. Boom. So and there's a heart in the wall. Yeah, that's her heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like Moana. And ahead. she's rebuilding this house from scratch, painting it in a way I've never seen somebody paint a house with a fucking putty scraper. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So choice. Yeah. So uh, now this the the plot would kind of work a little bit better if, if uh, Jennifer Lawrence as Mother Nature was like this really welcoming kind of like go with the flow type person, then slowly gets corrupted. But she, from the minute before you even know what's going on in the movie, is acting like a complete psychopath. Like, from Jump Street. Ed Harris shows up as this doctor to, like... Because he's a big... You find out he's a big fan of Javier Bardem, and everybody wants to be around God is the point of the movie. But well, like, they're Adam and Eve. Right. Like, uh, and Michelle Pfeiffer's Eve, and he's like, Oh, I know what's supposed to happen, because Eve is, like, the <laughs> evil woman. So she comes in and acts, like, hypersexual, just, like, totally, like... Was that your Ed Harris or was that your Darren, no, that's Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky? Darren Aronofsky legit sounds like that. Dude, something like Mr. Kava? No, yeah. he's got like I 
I like Barbarino. I yeah. never heard him speak until Mother because I hated it so much. I watched a bunch of interviews with him. He has that like New York patois. Yeah. But they're coming in and just like you said that right. Yes. I don't even know what it is. And they're <laughs> they're uh, destroying this house that she's rebuilding. But Javier Bardem, I'm so happy to have a fan because it's like the the lonely god. But you're presenting this as a straight narrative about these two people's houses getting destroyed by strangers. But nobody reacts like the way a human being would whatsoever. Not humans, though. Well, the problem. But they is, are humans. Yeah, but then well, it gets. Con- it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I, you go. Well, there's nothing like supernatural introduced until like way late in the movie. About the last twenty minutes. And it's like this. It wants to be this serious drama and meditation on one. It wants to be like the a Phantom Thread kinda. Uh, though not as competent. But, like, Darren Aronofsky's not nearly as smart like, as Like, it PTS. feels like a lot of it feels like a mea culpa for him fucking young chicks, but apparently they didn't hook up until this movie started filming, so that's not it. Well, a lot of it, to me, felt like this is not only... This is just obviously, like, it's the Bible analog, because yeah. it hits you in the fucking face. I, I, you know, I go back to when I saw this in the theater, I was literally going, what the... Like, Stop! Yeah, like I get, get it. it. Yeah. I get it. I fucking get it. I, but like I feel like this is also like uh, Javier Bardem is Aronofsky. Yeah. Like I feel this yeah. is him, and it makes it even more cool. I read because they're showing his like it's so on the nose though. Like he has his office, and they go in there, and Eve breaks Jennifer Lawrence's heart literally um, with this crystal thing. And he nails up the office. He's like, they will never return to here, the Garden of Eden. He doesn't say that, but he might as well. It's, yeah. But, um... It's that. I think y'all are saying the title of this movie wrong. So there's clearly an exclamation, exclamation point. Mother! 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 It's, I think it's like, meant to be like, mother. mother! No, like... Mother! No, if you're planning on seeing one movie. See? Mother! Well, that's how they... Do you, you remember know the trailers? Yeah, name is written in cursive. Well, do you remember yeah, the yeah, trailers yeah. for Film by Darren yeah. Like, I was excited, because, like, oh, this looks fucking wild. Because the last 15 minutes of the movie turns into Hobo with a shotgun, but yeah. it doesn't, like... Ooh! But, uh, no, but it's still, like, super, like, self-serious. Oh. So it doesn't work, and all they're passing around baby Jesus. Let me ask you a question. Because this is the way I felt about it. Yeah, The movie would work... pissing all over the place. I know we talk about this before before, but I feel like the movie would work better is if it was one thing or another. Yeah. So, like, you keep that straight narrative all the way through with your allegory, and it's kind of a bland, one-note movie. But it's like, like a shittier version of The Fountain. Right. Have that. Or you make it that batshit crazy stuff that's at the end, because smashing the two together doesn't work. No. It's like a regular movie, and then 15 minutes to the end, it's just like... Well, it's not like it even, like, like, weaves into it, where no. it slowly becomes the other thing. It just turns into that, it's like... It's House of Bro- There's Kristen literally, Wake like, a war up. happening at the end yeah, of the movie Kristen Wake shows house. up as God's herald. It's, like, his publisher. And she's just walking around shooting people, she like... Gabriel? I think kind of yeah, like a Gabriel. I think she's supposed what is she called? What's the name? Well, Metron I had some subtitles on because the yeah. the voice of God. It, and it's like the all Metatron. the characters—they like, yeah. Harold, Thief, Cupbearer. Oh, like, so it's even more fucking. I see. I didn't see watching the movie without subtitles. I thought that she was supposed to represent like like religion, and like the like, delivery system the of God. Shot, Silver Surfer. She looks like she's got a she's got like a like a Steadicam rig on her because yeah. it's like facing her but the camera's spinning like Bad Boys 2 all the fucking one of the things one of the, no so Javier, Javier, Javier Bardem is working on a book that every 
that everyone loves. It's the Bible. Like, it, everything is so on the oh, surface. Shit. Like, literally. And it, it blows my and mind. He's writing in a parchment. But it's, it's oh. a place in present day, so it's like, God, God is like a, a super hipster. No, I understand. Everything <laughs> is so, like, this movie is so frustratingly on the surface, it blows my mind that there's, like, go to YouTube and put, like, mother analysis, and people think they, like, like decoded this fucking movie. It's like, yo, I figured it out. This isn't the fucking holy mountain that has, like, tons no, of religious, No, it's not even like, the Matrix, like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, Sean. No, but it's... I hate this movie, too, a lot. I, like, it, I hate this movie so much, I forced you to I got so mad. Like, it's so bad that you have this great cast, and none of them can do anything with the material. None of, and Jennifer Lawrence, I don't think is... I haven't seen Silver Linings play both she's Besides Winner's Bone... I haven't seen Silver Linings play both. I haven't seen that. I don't think she's a bad... I think she's in a lot of bad movies, but... American Hustle? I like her in American Hustle. I never saw that. Her performance in the X-Men movies. Terrible. Yeah, but those... Is, I mean, those scripts aren't great. First class script is great. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Days of Future Past script is great. No. Apocalypse script is not Turns out X-Men 3 script is great. Who knew? Uh, I don't know. Retroactively, <laughs> it's great. Retroactively wonderful? Like, this movie's so bad. Like, if somebody liked it, I don't think I could be friends with them. Now I gotta watch it. I'm with this test. I hated this. I'm so... <laughs> and then it ends. I am so... I, I said it, this it's last week. I am so relieved that you feel this way. Because what if I loved it? We should have a lot of problems. We'd have a lot of problems. We'd have a lot of problems. I'm gonna and it ends week. with. There's no way you'll like this with movie. Uh, her. I mean, he's gonna after <laughs> after Jesus gets eaten by everybody. Yeah. Oh, and I guess Darren Aronofsky is also he's also making this like half-ass environmental uh, stand. Oh, did you read his big pamphlet the, he handed out? Uh, no, I don't know critics? what a pamphlet is. But <laughs> he. Uh, Stop drinking so much during the show. Never. Uh, I'll drink more. <laughs> he handed out this thing to like critics at the first screening about yeah. how this movie was about like what this movie was about and how it's about the earth and all this other. Well, I guess Darren this movie's about net neutrality. Was, uh, <laughs> was it's about clean energy? No, he's familiar with the phrase "raping the planet" because that literally happens. Yeah, and also, yeah, take a whole back. it has like some of the worst dialogue where Jennifer Lawrence like, you want to have a baby, but you can't even fuck me, and she delivers it just like that. And then, yes. because Ed Harris is in the movie, she gets raped on a set of stairs, a la History of Violence. <laughs> yeah. It's really bad. And yeah, after Jesus gets eaten. Oh, and she, then, did you? Yeah. Th so that, uh, this, is, this is something, Sean's seen it, the rest of you haven't. Yeah. So that girl in the beginning... That kind of tells the ending, the yeah. girl in the fire, you know how that was? Who? Rachel, Rachel Wise. Yeah. Was she kinda, wet or eating? It's kind of weird, because, like, he dumped her yeah. to date Jennifer Lawrence, which... They're already split was up. Was kind of weird. Idiot. I guess she got tired of dating somebody who went to bed at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Idiot. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> well, I mean, I do, too. Pause. She doesn't want to date me, either. Fuck it. Uh, it ends with her freaking out and blowing up the furnace in the house, and then... He finds her heart in the thing, and he smiles and puts it back on the mantle, and it starts over again. It's Overrose. like it's the Sean's fucking... favorite thing. Well, no, it's like the movie we just watched. Snake um... eats his own ass. Pixels. <laughs> I'd rather watch Pixels again. Oh wow! Um, my own private Idaho, where it ends where yeah. it begins. Yep. Because Darren Aronofsky again is familiar with the Bible, a la The Matrix. Yeah. Because that's not how the Bible ends. That's no. how the Matrix happens. Yeah. It just goes. Yeah. This movie's about the engineer and the oracle. It's not about God and his <laughs> wife. No, you're hundred. God, Mrs. God. You're hundred percent right. Like I, again, I'd be fine if it wasn't such an odd, like a such a like very very on the nose. So like 
I, I guess, like, what I want to say real quick is that... You can't have both. You can't have this, like, hyper-literal satire of the Bible, but also, like, not do it all the way. What I like about art films, like... Art films? In a, in a certain way, the movie we just watched tonight, yes. is that it's open to interpretation. Correct. There is no interpretation in no. It is 100% one thing. There's no way... One thing? There's no way to break it down any other way. It's so obvious that it's about one thing that I think it kills the movie. Like, it, there's nothing there. And morons will go, it's artistic, and it, there's this, that. No, it's not. It's, like, all there. It's all fucking top yeah. level. It's all icing on top of the cake. I love icing. Everybody loves icing. <laughs> yeah, it's two hours of icing. I hope the next movie watches meatballs. <laughs> I like meatballs. I love meatballs. <laughs> I even like meatballs. I like meatballs no. for the one where they find the alien in the camp. When they're I've really never seen that. I've never seen that. Anything else, Sean? No, that was enough. All right. That's enough. Thank you for watching that. I appreciate yeah. that. Oof. I could do a whole hour and a half. How'd you watch it? It's on. It's on Netflix. Netflix, which I've now canceled. Blew <laughs> <laughs> up, up the PlayStation. I'm gonna, the TV. I'm gonna watch it just because I need to know what this I, is. There's about. no way you're gonna like it. Then again, like you, I, you know, I'll give you a lot of credit, guys. You were so convinced that there was something you were missing in Southland Tales, <laughs> you bought all those comic books. I almost went to, like, college-level You thesis. read it! Like, I, I, you know, it's still, it, I'll never forget that. You were, like, so convinced that there was something that you were just not getting, mm -mm. that you went and did all this extra legwork, and you're like, at the end, you're like, nope, it's just shitty. It's just dumb. Like, I don't even know, like, are you gonna read the Bible? When, like, Mother, when you finish Mother, you're like, you know what you like? I've been, like, flipping through at the same time, I'm looking up, looking down. The Bible 2? Yeah. Look at the Bible crib notes. The Bible 2 is actually, was that, uh, no, it was Hamlet 2, that's what I'm thinking of. What is that? Hamlet. Is it just called Hamlet 2? Yeah, it's Hamlet, Hamlet 2. 2. That's from one of the, the South Park It's actually pretty funny, it's yeah. Pretty yeah, that's not bad. Anyway, what did we watch? What game movie did we watch this week? We watched Cruisin'. William Freakin'? William Freakin's Cruisin'. Yeah. I don't even know when to start. Gogs didn't do a synopsis this week. We should have watched I it did. on Saturday, then it would have been the freaking weekend. <laughs> wow. That's uh, and we'd all R. Kelly show. R. Kelly, yeah. <laughs> we peeing on people. Uh, so it's basically gay Donnie Brasco. Yeah. Serpamo. It's also. folks. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's it's the uh, you know deep cover games. <laughs> so throat. yeah, it's a it, so the the idea is there is in the in the gay in the underground gay community. Alec, you do it. Go. Wait, what? <laughs> I you look up the IMDb. I stumbled through this in the underground uh, gay community in New York City in like the late seventies, early eighties. Yes, there's a serial killer on the loose, just. Uh, Stabbing dudes and chopping people apart. So uh, Paul well, Sorvino, yeah, somebody's chopping yeah. people apart. You find them body parts in the lake or in the <clears> river. <throat> so Paul Sorvino uh, says, "Mira's dad." Hey, hey, Al Pacino, you look like a, you know a young boy who fits the bill. Which you're gonna Sean go undercover. Found, I'm sorry, guys, but yeah. Sean found out, or was it Alec? I can't even remember. This happened like Shalik. ago. Shalik. So in no. the beginning, of the, it was Alec because Sean was smoking. Alec. Found out that Al Pacino was forty when this movie was made. Really? Was that old? <laughs> yeah. He was forty oh, in nineteen eighty. Yeah, he's older than shit. He's older than we are and now. And he looked super yeah, he young. He looked like he was like. He 20. looked young enough for like the movie he's supposed to be playing somebody he was in his twenties. Nineteen dickety two. 
It's insane. Yeah, you're right. He was born in 1940. Good lord. It's insane. <laughs> and he looked like... He looked great. In the movie, he's supposed to be playing somebody that's around 20 to 30 years old. So he didn't fall into, like, his character's uh, caricature of himself till he was S- almost 50? Scent of the woman, yeah. Scent of the woman. 92. He was 52 years old. I can't believe he's that old. No. That's that blows almost my, 80. That blows my Good fucking mind. Sorry, guys. But anyway, so... I'm, uh, that just trivia fact, I was like... I was like no, because if you would have asked me, I would have said he's 20... Cause I thought even he was in the movie, tw- they're like, yeah, 26, That's 27, like, yeah. He's playing Fuck a character. 50. He's, a plan- he's playing a character that's supposed to be nothing. in his 20s. Like he was... Like that tube of cookie dough? He was fucking 20 years Young. older than that. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. Did you find the thing? I found one that I think is alright. Go for it. Is it by Huggo? It is. Hugo! Hugo! Hugo's our go-to. What is this guy's life like? Dude, we need to email Hugo and see if he wants to be on the show. See if we can get him on the cameo. He's going to record him. Yeah, see if we can get a cameo. Alright. i got to do this in my Kevin Spacey voice. Shout out to Hugo. (laughs) Big ups to Hugo. Severed male body parts have been found around New York today. (laughs) These discoveries happen concurrently with a few gay men. They being involved in the subculture of leather S&M being murdered. Their arms and legs bound behind their <laughs> naked bodies with multiple three-inch deep knife wounds. It's no, weirdly specific, but yeah. The police believe the two sets of incidents are related. Lead investigator Captain Edelson offers the job of going undercover into the leather S&M gay sub- <laughs> too descriptive subculture to find the murder... God, this is a sentence. Come on, Hugo. No. Police Constable Steve Burns. Constable Steve Burns. Was he on Deep Space Nine? Who matches the physical type of the victims? A buck fifty. Jeremy. Mid twenties. <laughs> Despite being straight, he accepts the job as he aspires to be a detective. But he is told he can't tell anyone, even his girlfriend Nancy, of his undercover work. Steve goes through a steep learning curve. Can you talk like this from now on? About this gay subculture as he tracks suspects. As he does through his undercover, as he goes through his undercover work, he has to decide how far he'll go to achieve success. But he is also, also he is highly affected not only by what he sees in the subculture, but the police's reaction to the events happening around him. This may affect his ability not only to carry out the job, but also his personal relationship to Nancy. <laughs> Nancy. I like I like I like Spacey Dobsis via Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> start writing Dobsis terrible again. Spacey. Yeah, I know that you uh, you like to watch these movies, but you need to sacrifice for the show. And you want to guess how many total posts Hugo has on IMDb? Dude, tell me it's, it's like, north of a thousand. Tell me it's like eight yes, <laughs> yes, north it is of two, very north of two thousand. Is it five five digits? Um, it's six six. What's the number? Just guess. 286,000. Higher than that? Lower than a million. Because <laughs> that's seven digits. <laughs> Eight, a million. 800? A little bit lower. 700. Six. 600,000 posts? Dude, we should have a hug well, That's month. like every comment. Somebody, yeah, it's every comment. So yeah. he's like going back Still, and forth with somebody else. They what? closed down the comments. It says comment. lifetime plot, 10,000 plus. Jesus Who's that picture Is of? that him? Oh, I don't know. Dude, Is somebody, that Hugo? Somebody email Huggo. Dude, we need to get a Huggo Month. What, Huggo the, movie what month. the hell would that be? Huggo Month. Now, apparently he's put written synopsis for every fucking movie ever made. Perfect. We can watch anything we want. Alright, fair. It's a freestyle <laughs> month. Freestyle. <laughs> 
And Sean Alec and I watched a, a freestyle match where we weren't sure what the fucking rules yes. were. It turned into a tag match. That's DM Huggo and ask him to come over. Uh, anyway, I I get gold uh, to do that. where to start with this movie? It's awesome. It's this it movie. Talk about how everybody hates this movie awful. for some reason. So yeah, like, what, yeah, because you, 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 you prefaced this with this Sean is going to be I, kind of a controversial. Do people, Sean and I can still hate this movie. Yeah, or they hate or it. Hate gay then. people. So, well, so, I think they hate it now. I think it probably flip flopped, right? Because back it, when it was released, gay people didn't like it or didn't care for the way it was portrayed. But now you probably bring it into now, and then the allies probably hate it because of the way you people but, are portrayed. But the gay people me, probably still hate it for the way they're being portrayed. And, and, and maybe I can't speak to this as a straight man or at least one that pretends to be. Uh, I don't feel like the gay people are portrayed as negative. Like, no one... Like, they're just... They're no, doing they're their thing. Like, like It's not, not like, like they're portrayed as... I, but I don't think everybody has the same view of people doing their thing as we do, so maybe it, it comes across as, like, stereotypical. Maybe, but, like... And I think a lot of the gay people then, like, the the stuff being depicted in the movie, there's a reason they did it at clubs. Sure, like 100% that. those aren't actors. They didn't do it, like... Yeah, they no. didn't do it, like... No, it was probably a normal, yeah, relatively like normal live, like and then, schools and but stuff. Yeah, like, like a Wednesday there, night, they'd go to the yeah. there's, cockpit. And there's a line in this movie that I thought was cops. like, I mean, I think this movie is incredibly, you know, progressive, okay. for lack of a better term. Like, especially, it came out in 1980. Like, I can't imagine people watching this in 1980 and not, like, just... Could you imagine, like, just dropping into Movie Co. and watching right. this fucking movie? But, like, I thought this movie was about like, with your mom. But, like, specifically... It's like when I, accidentally watch, accident. when I accidentally watch Requiem for a Dream with my dad. Specifically, there's a line that Al Pacino says where, like, so the cops grab this guy that, that's about to fuck Al Pacino that they think is the murderer, who's not. Like, he's clearly not. Al Pacino knows he's not. Yeah. The cops go way too far. And Al Pacino goes to his commanding officers, like, look, I don't, I didn't do this job to just get uh, gay people harassed. Right. Like, I don't want to do it. And I feel like just, I know it sounds silly, but just from the shit we've watched from this time period, yeah. that seems incredibly progressive. Well, just the fact that, like... The fact that they decided to write that scene in... Well, not even that, he's but, like, like... They didn't do anything wrong. Most of the cops, besides the crooked ones that are trying to catch beeges... Right. They treat, like, the hustlers very normally. Yeah. They don't... There, there's one F word in this movie. Yeah. One. And yeah. it's from the shithead comic. Yeah. Like, it's and not from... It ain't... I thought... No, I thought this was going to be wall to wall. I yeah. started I, yeah. Coast to coast like butter and toast. I, I, I think it's... I don't... It's it's amazing. Like, it's... It, it, it's incredibly brave to make this fucking movie. Because this movie... And, and again, so we're watching, like... We're watching some sort of Frankenstein pseudo... Assembly cut. This yeah. isn't the theatrical version, but this is what we watched. Again, I don't know what this is compared to the 1980s version. This was graphic. Yeah. This Dude, was, yeah. Oh, the, and it, it started. It jumps right on the nip, nipple sucking. Nipple sucking blowjobs. Yeah. Somebody gets fisted. Fist in. Yeah. Like it's just like. Also, I people get brutally stabbed to death. Yeah, but I mean, well, like, that's, a lot of movies we yeah. see. Fair. You know, how many movies have you seen fisting in today? <laughs> well, no, we saw it together today. How many Hollywood movies? Oh, I mean, it's yeah. fewer. Yeah, <laughs> fucking who was it? Universal? Who put this out? Warner Brothers. Warner's. Warner Brothers. Man. They went. Yeah, here's a check. <laughs> we got Bugs Bunny, and this we got cost this. Eleven million dollars in, in 1980s money. So yes, like fifty million dollars now, probably. probably. I mean, it is like I, I mean, not saying like anything about the quality of the movie, no. but somebody read this fucking script. I was like, yeah, and went, yes, 
Eleven million dollars for the fisting movie. Yeah. It's all you got it. And again, and, and that dude is into the fisting. And, and I guess we yeah, should. Yeah. This thrilled. is a good time to say this. This movie is shot incredibly well. Well, it's really freaking light. I mean, it, it it looks amazing. There is some shots in this movie that are so cool. There's one shot in particular that I just I like my jaw dropped. I thought it was so cool. Like the the killer who you never find out really. Like yeah. you never really find out the main killer. Yeah, no, you saw him at the beginning, but you don't know him. Like you, he never gets caught. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like yeah, they never they catch it and stab at the end. No, because yeah, they, they implied that it still could be Pacino. I thought that was a different guy. No, it's it's who they think. It, but uh, blah, blah, blah. sorry, three times. So it would be like uh, nice. thirty three million dollars. Wow. So so what I what I was trying to say real quick, guys. I'll let you. It's okay. But uh. There's a scene where this guy is ki- the the murderer is stabbing this dude in like a, a stag uh, stag film room. Like there's a film projector mm-hmm. showing like gay porn. And he's, a porn big show. Yeah, right. yeah, he stabs this dude. But there's a cut. Like it's very quick. But there's a cut where like it just shows from the killer's point of view, and the the screen is reflecting on his like reflective glasses. It looks glasses. like a Cronenberg shot. It looks so fucking cool, and it's like, yeah, it's like. Over before you know it. Like, I think a, le- a lesser director would have been like, wow, I really got something like... a bunch of... Right. But it's shit. like, it's over in half a second, but it's like Rob the coolest... Zombies cruising. It's like oh the coolest God. fucking shot I've ever seen. And yeah. it, and something I mentioned to y'all, uh, you know, during the movie, but like, this whole movie, we're not... 90% of the movie shot in the dark. Yeah. And like, it's all shot so well, it's lit so perfectly, like, blows my, my mind. Go ahead, guys, sorry. So wait, did we not catch the killer? No. No. No, we're not 100% sure. They caught the killer. I don't think so. I thought, yeah, I mean, you get pretty good shots of the guy who does the killing. I don't think they caught him at the end. I don't think the guy that, that the way I read it, and I could be wrong, I'm not saying I'm, this is the definitive, you know, take on the movie. I don't think the guy Pacino kills at the end is the murderer. I don't think they got him. Well, no, I think he did murder some people, but you gotta understand, so there's... Two murders that we see on screen, right? Yes. They reference three. at least three. Uh, you're talking about with uh, Ted at the end. No, no. There's so there's the guy there's who the got the there's guy in the, the get, there's two the, at the beginning. The guy gets tied yeah. up. The guy in the woods, <clears throat> right? Yeah. And the then the, the guy and the guy in the theater. Okay, but they reference at least five yes. by name, and then other ones. So I'm thinking that there's a there copycat stuff. Not copycat, but that there's things happening concurrently. I think Pacino is the kill. I think that I think that a like again, I said this during the movie. I think the super text in this movie is that Pacino is gay, yeah. is repressed, and by I, the end he is a murderer. That, I think he's evolved in my that. assumption yeah, it's clear. that missing forty minutes is a lot of that. Um, what's his name, Ted, uh-huh. and Al Pacino. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of relationship hinted at, and I bet you that's part of the thing. Warner was like, mm, no, we can't show like a healthy gay relationship yeah. on here. But like he, Pacino. Jumps into this because in the book apparently it's a lot of them. oh is that right? Yeah. But Pacino jumps into this very quickly. Yeah, and he there's a line that's in the very beginning of the movie. His girlfriend is Karen Allen from Indiana Jones, and he's like, "There's Chokes a lot of dorbs. There's a lot of things yeah. you don't know about me." And I feel like right. that is just a drop line. That's like there's you know something going on there. There's a reason why he is so quick to just adopt this lifestyle. Took to like a fish to water. He didn't like the. Like a gay fish. He didn't like... But he didn't like... <laughs> he likes fish sticks. There's very little... 
I love him. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> there, his character has very little resistance to the assignment. Yeah. And his character has very little resistance to the life. There's not even like, like much of a stumbling block to the lifestyle. Well, there's so, not yeah. even the, the Donnie Brasco, like, where it's like, I really need this promotion. I want to be, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there's like all... very small lip service paid to him. Being very. Yeah, yeah, you ask him. He's like, mm, okay, yeah, whatever. Sure. Yeah. But I'll go be a... He's like, um, what's his name in a. Mighty P. King, man. It's like, we got a mission for you. I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> I've been drunk in this bar for two years, but I'll go. <laughs> I mean, I... now I'm just done. I'm trying to... I gotta... I'm going to buy this movie and keep watching and watch it over. I think. So you definitely get a killer in this movie. The, those... oh, I agree with yeah. Sean. I think there's there's more than one. Well, there has to be because the guy who's stabbed up in the hospital bed clearly didn't kill right. the neighbor. And. The people who knows who the people in the the ones that are hacked up in the harbor, right? Yeah, I don't think I don't think that they recruited Al Pacino and he happened to be the initial killer. It could be. I don't think. I think that. I don't think that's the story they're trying to tell. I think they're yeah. like. I think they're showing because that could also be that there's a lot of things you don't know about me well, that could. There's be part a of it weird too. fucking line in this movie where so like there's a there's like a I would almost call it a C plot in this movie. Where in the beginning, two uh, prostitutes or whatever the the popular parlance of They're the time is, yeah. yeah, but I, you know, the, the, the hustlers, who is hustlers, <laughs> they they get picked up by cops, and then they're basically cops are like, do a favor for the kid, yeah, and then the the prostitutes are like, look, you need to bust these cops, and that's kind of a, like a dangling thread in the whole movie, so like. I thought the one cop was going to end up being. That's, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like I think there's I, something. Part, that there's that, probably something else in that. Yeah. We'll never know exactly. Yeah. What finish. <laughs> nice. I false finish. Twin magic. <laughs> but yeah, I think like the whole. I think it's there, well, there awakening. Like, I think he's. So could it be that he's awakened? Right. Like he's. Al Pacino has essentially. He was either always gay and finally come to accept it. Or whatever, or he's lost his confliction, or by this assignment, and then at well, the I end, the I end think just that, hear me out. Like, in, the, in the end, he's closed. The case is closed. He's back to his life. He's a sergeant. He's back to Karen Allen. But to close this all out, he's got to de-gay everything. Well, no, I by don't killing think, his neighbor. I think guy. that he's repressed. I don't. I don't. I think he's like a classic serial killer. I think he's repressed, mm. like a so many Ed Gein, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah. repressed homosexuals that. Murder people because they can't cope with who they really were. I mean, there's a lot more to it than that. That's a very, you know, reductive thing. But I think that's part of the story that they're trying to tell. I think that he. Well, I, I think there's a lot to the phrase "you made me do this," and it's not just to do with the guy's dad. I think there's. Are you also, talking about in the beginning? The the the, first, the way the killer was. The killer yeah. said to all the victims. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Alec, what did you think? My favorite part of every show. It was good. It's fun. Right. Yes. There it is. <laughs> no, I think Al Pacino. I don't think he's the killer. I think the guy, the killer, in he was the dude, the Pacino. Well, what's the point of him having one? the sunglasses and stuff? Well, I think there's probably more than one. I think the other one is the uh, Mar- was it Marty? Was that his name? Oh, but um, I mean, like I Karen Allen for the Warriors. But they show yeah, Karen I think he's Allen. The other killer. They show Karen Allen with the reflective sunglasses. Don't like you don't think there's anything. There's like, a million pairs of those around. New yeah, York but City? I mean, I feel like they they. All I'm saying is, in the film, in the movie, but they, they show those ref- no those film. reflective sunglasses are like the defining trait of the serial killer. Yeah. It seems weird to show that at the end of the movie. To me, I'm just saying. That's yeah. how I, I think he stole them. From he the, took them from the guy he stabbed in the in the park. Because the Why? guy, because he's evolving. 
because he didn't have the dragon to his final form. The guy that he's the guy the dude that he stabbed in the park. Pokemon. And every time he met a guy before, he had that stuff on. I don't play Pokemon. <laughs> every time before, he had that stuff on, but Al Pacino stole it when he broke into his apartment. We didn't see it. I guess. It was like a trophy. I maybe, maybe. Okay. And then. What was his name? Jer- not <laughs> Jeremy Renner. <laughs> no, he didn't, no, he didn't steal it when he went, out, when he went to his apartment. Because when Al Pacino goes to the apartment and fucks with the letters and everything, he's watching him. They make eye contact. And he's in his full regalia with the, the hat and the glasses. When he meets him in the park, Al Pacino puts the hat on. and There's also that around. really weird cut when he's staking out his apartment. And it's like, like that vignette push-in. Like, yeah, and it just cuts to something else like that really hard cut. Let me just say this. The fact that we're discussing it and we all have different takes, movie. makes it a better movie. Yeah, just like Planet of the Apes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what planet were they on? <laughs> like, the first thing in is the last thing out. But no, like, seriously, like, I think that the fact that I like the way this movie ends because it, like, leaves it open for discussion. It's the opposite of Mother, where yeah. it's like, the, all of our interpretations might be accurate. Who knows? Can't wait to watch Mother. Like, I, 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 I think this movie is fantastic. The acting in this movie. Can we talk about how good that was? Everyone in this movie. All the people in this movie. Paul Sorvino, uh, Ed O'Neill. Yeah, Ed O'Neill has a cameo out of nowhere. Yeah, naked black cowboy. Oh yeah. That. <laughs> that's the one. That's the sense. one scene I don't quite understand. I really don't. So at one point in the movie, guys, so you're I feel like you'll, in in your words, you, I think you'll. You'll so, frame this the best. Use, so, the, use your words. Okay, use your words. Use more. So, so, dude, so Pacino tries the, to... I hate like, when you don't have the recording right, on. Fine. So Pacino... You know it's going to be stopped yeah, an hour. Yeah, yeah. Pacino yeah. tries to entrap <laughs> this one guy who used to work at a steak shack because he has access to he knives. He tries to entrap well, him. He, he works at a steak shack because the killer uses <laughs> the his steak, steak, knife. steak knife. It's the steak knife killer. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> they never call him that. So they... <laughs> So they got you got uh, they they kick into the door at Kink Studios and you find fucking uh, Al Pacino naked hog tied up and all the cops roll in in casual seventies wear and, sh- and like sawed off shotguns and they haul this other dude off to the precinct and then they got Al Pacino who's still in deep cover yeah and this other guy in getting like sweated down in this uh, in this interrogation room and then apropos of fucking nothing the, uh, uh, like. This like Terry Crews gigantic black dude in just like a jockstrap and a cowboy hat. The jockstrap is a very popular look in this film. And nothing else. He's been hanging out in this police precinct for hours. Maybe yeah. this is his, <laughs> and he walks in and just slaps the fuck out of Pacino. Doesn't say a goddamn word. Turns around and walks out. And everyone in the scene, including Al Pacino, is like. What the fuck was that? Who the fuck was that? Who the fuck was that? What's going on? Then I'm sorry, I'll jump in. Go tag him. At the the end, yeah, I'm getting the Nando's hot tag. (laughs) At the end of this scene, once the cops are in the room with Al Pacino by himself, so they all know that Al Pacino's a cop. Al Pacino is still going. Why the fuck did you hit me so hard to the big black guy in the fucking jockstrap? And then that guy, then the the dude in the jockstrap beats the Christ. Out of the other guy, they think that they are trying to get to confess to. Them. Oh, this gets super dark because they tell that guy to jerk off, and they're gonna test his semen. And, and they're, they're all gonna... sitting there like, "Yeah, go ahead and do it." And then it cuts, so you're not really sure if they like waited for him it to gets jerk weird off. Weird and dark and creepy. And see, that's another like weird 
like C plot to this. Like, there's is some... Jockstrap Cowboy a cop? I don't or know. Or is he just like a, a, a beat down heavy they keep on retainer? I don't. Because dude was just chilling in the other room reading a magazine. I don't know. Does he have to fill is out paperwork for something? Right. He's like, does he think this is a call? Like, does he think this is a like a Broadway like call in? Like, I don't know. Like a Tobias Fugue situation. It was so a casting cow situation. It's like legitimately the strange one of the strangest things I've ever seen. It's Lynchian to use it, a word. It, it, it is all the time. If it was in a Lynch movie, you'd be like, yeah, all right. You'll see this black cowboy two more times <laughs> if you're bad. Nice. <laughs> But in, in other no scenes... No way you got that reference, guys. I didn't. I have no idea. <laughs> it's a Mulholland in, in other scenes that I think in this movie that are... Well, a scene that I think is really good. Um, there's lots of good scenes. But the part where he's dancing in the club and he takes the drugs yeah. and sort of like visually shows him changing, awakening, whatever the term you want to use is. It was great. And you, the way they did it with the filters and the colors, it was If you like awesome. that, you'll love the scene in Mother when every time Jennifer Lawrence gets mad, they shake the film. Ooh. Oh, I like that. I think the only thing I'll like <laughs> in Mother is the fact that every time you see her, she's in this very sheer tank top where you can she- see all of I like that. Yeah, but you can see her titties just on the phone. So, you don't have to sit through a whole movie. That's true. So, I mean... I just felt like phone not to talk about mother, but like the fact that like he felt the need to shoot that just felt really creepy to me. It's like, hey, look what I'm fucking like. Look at this girl that I'm fucking. I mean, it's gross. Sixty-year-old Darren That was old Derry. In his fifties, he's in his fifties. The guy who the guy who played uh, Stewie was the best man at the wedding of Doonesbury cartoonist Gary Trudeau. <laughs> and fun. now you know the rest <laughs> of the story. Well. Do you find it, uh, because it seems to be the uh, big criticism, does anybody find this film homophobic in Not any way whatsoever? Homophobic. I don't think it's homophobic in the slightest. Again, I think that it's, it's a it's a counterculture movie, right? It's a subculture movie. Yeah, but I guess could you say could you say that you're trying to paint all gay people with this brush? No. I don't know. I guess it's the Sicario syndrome, right? Like I'm Hispanic and Hispanic people aren't shown to be particularly well in Sicario, but that doesn't mean that those people don't exist. And it's not like... And I mean, like, I don't find it to be homophobic, but I'm not gay, I'm not gay so right. I can't... Shit. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I think we, we yeah. consume enough media to... I, my friend... I, 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 God, shit. I, I don't mean God, to God shit. No, I have a friend... Like, I actually... friend is gay. I, <laughs> some of my best friends are homosexuals. I, I, you know, why did I say it? But... I'm just stating that I have a friend who is gay. Boo! And so I can say whatever I want. No! God damn it. No, go ahead. No, I was pointing out that I was going to watch this movie for this yeah. month. I was talking about this month on my Facebook. And he's like, dude, I used to rent Cruisin' all the time. I love it. And I'm not saying that's indicative of all gay people. But, but your like, friend's a filthy pervert. Well, he is. But, you know, that's right. So am I. Right. But, oh, is that why we like it so much? But I think the thing about this movie is that, like... I don't think this movie is trying to say all gay people are no. like this. It's like you said, it's like a counterculture movie. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, like, I feel like the movie goes out of its way to go, like, it's just gay people. Like, they're not doing anything but wrong. Like, I watch SLC Punk. It doesn't matter. It automatically make me assume every white person's doing fucking poppers and smashing each other with beer bottles. Right. I mean, 
I, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. But, again, but I, feel like the, I feel like the counterculture thing is presented not as like a defamation of them, no, but as no. a way of, but as a way of saying that society's not protecting them. But I think because cops and they don't give a shit. No, anything, because it makes them like they, I don't they feel more that. sympathetic towards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why would they send them undercover though if they didn't care about them? Because they said we need to get this cleaned up when the Democratic National Convention shows up. And so that is a subplot we didn't bring up. Subplot for like a minute. But like so, but I mean, think about it. There's two stories. You gotta, there's get it straight out before Donna Brazil shows. There's up. like there's yeah, Debbie Wasserman Schultz does not <laughs> want to hear about this. There's like these abuses of cops to these uh, these hustlers. Right. Cops don't give a fuck about them. Right. This is murders. They found fucking body. They found it arms in the Hudson River. No, yeah. this, they need to clean up. It just happens to be after they have to clean this up okay. with gay dudes. Yeah. If this right. was if this was happening anywhere else, they need to clean up a serial killer. I just think it just happens to be happening in the gay community. But, but, but other gay stuff. The don't see, gay. But, but the meta, the per, from the perspective of the film. Yeah. I feel like it goes out of his way to not be anti. And again, we're talking about a movie oh, that's, that was. That's, there's that's, there's, I, there's I one hard f word from a scumbag, yeah. and that's it. And we're, we're talking about like. The 80s, where we've heard... I mean, we've watched... I said it twice today when I couldn't get my soda open. <laughs> we've watched, like... Ca- 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 uh, I can't talk. Like, casual comedies yeah. that just drop F-words left and right. This one was made in 1979. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, they don't... They use it once. And it's from a specifically evil character. Sleep sleepaway cam. Right. <laughs> given, given the time frame, this movie is very... Progressive, I think. Incredibly, yeah. for how graphic it and is. like these blowies they're showing aren't just like they're like slow neck blowjobs. Uh, I mean, they're taking yeah, their they're, time. They're, they're, they're parasitic. Yeah. yeah, they're really enjoying their it's the work. good kind. They there's a sl- basically a like a a, 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 a a Sam Raimi cut of a fisting. You see the fist. You see him like loop it up, and then you see him stick it in a man's ass. You don't actually see that part. No, you but see, you see the enjoyment on the other man's face. It is implied. Oh, he took that fist like... I mean, what is this? Oh, my God. Fucking like, yeah, Al Pacino was just sitting at the bar, standing at the bar, and this guy just started moving his fist up. No. The bar in Baltimore with the blowjob catwalk? No. I've been there. What? There was a really rough trade gay bar in the city called the Eagle. Oh. And they had a catwalk across there where dudes would blow each other. On the like, catwalk? Yeah, oh, that open. Where are you going to sit there? On the catwalk? Yes. Civil It's a catwalk like a, like a steel grate, because like jizz could just fall down and hit I you in the head. I can't remember what the bottom of the catwalk was. Welcome to the Eagle. Here's your umbrella. <laughs> Not quite at the level of the cockpit. Oh, yeah. Oh, we forgot. They had so many great names for the game. The anvil. I think the anvil's a real place. The cockpit was my favorite. Um... But yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Five knuckle shovels. You got anything else to say about this movie? No, it's, I'm, no. Okay, let's go. Alec. Oh. Mm. Alec. Going out strong. Seven. Mm-hmm. Hi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys. Um, I like this movie a lot. The score would be a little higher. I feel like it kind of. Slowed down a little bit, probably like a two thirds of the movie mm-hmm. point. The end got, isn't as strong. It got a little beginning. more yeah, procedural and a little less into uh, hardcore butt fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I need that. Yeah. yeah. Right, right in my face, literally. Um, but yeah, towards the end, it kind of slowed down a little bit and didn't have the same uh, the same steam as the beginning of the movie. But it's still really good. Yeah, it's still a very good movie. I, do you wonder if that's like part of the problem with the cuts? I, that's I think what so. I feel. Yeah, 
Because it definitely feels like there's a hard break yeah. from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Like, it, there, there's yeah. no middle to the movie. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <clears throat> um, Which is weird, because we watch a lot of movies with a lot of soggy middles. Yeah. This movie has no middle. Just like the men in the movie, it's all top and bottom. <laughs> yeah, it's just, up in the middle. <laughs> and just like this podcast, we're used to soggy middles. Oh, we have plenty of soggy <laughs> middles. The soggiest. Uh, the performances are all really good. The performances are all really good. Fantastic. Pacino is great. He is. He is great. He is quiet. He's understated. Yeah. Shout out he's to Clyde like, Pacino. He never, he never he's does, like, he's like no. kind of introspective because he's unsure of himself in this environment at first, and you can tell he has a really good job portraying that. Like, he's learning. That's a he, has good, to, he has to learn the game before he that's a da- that's can a, start that's figuring That's a very good out. observation. Absolutely. Like, you can... And it's... It's like the best kind of acting because it's like written on his face. Yeah, like he, he, got, he, he goes, he goes. So he he goes to the gay bar. I think he gets dude. hit on and like immediately leaves because he freaks out. Mm. Yeah, but he saw these people with bandanas in their back That's pockets. Right. So he goes to a leather shop, leather shop that is selling the bandanas. It's open and he's at like two thirty in the morning, and he's like, he's yeah. like, what are all the? What do these mean? What do the different things mean? It's like, well. Green I don't means remember all green blue means is blowjob. Well, I remember blue, the left blue hand is, side blue is meant blowjob. Left hand and is and the right hand means you get it. Yeah. So yeah. whatever yellow, the, yellow yeah. is golden showers. Green was hustling and buying. Oh, and he's and wearing he, didn't, he didn't get through red. Yeah, he was like red is and he's like, Oh, I'm yeah. out. He, he was wearing the golden shower thing and then he didn't do it and the guy got all pissed off. That's right. Yeah. Take that well, fucking bandana out of your pocket, asshole. He got pissed off, he didn't get pissed off. Um, As someone that constantly sweats, I always have a bandana in my pocket. Now I gotta be careful. Oh, it's a white. You're fine. Well, just don't go. We just don't know what New it York means. in the '80s. This is my HBK. Ooh, it's got bandana. red on it. It's got kisses and little hearts. Make sure you get it in the right pocket. That's right. It means it's got um, a washing that. Yeah, bitch. like Pacino. This I just washed it. I've seen Pacino in a ton of stuff. This might be one of his best performances. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's not not he doesn't yell. It's not quite as good as 88 minutes. But he doesn't get. It's not the Pacino you're used to seeing, especially now. Yeah, since that kind of got to Pacino, that kind of got to be a thing. Like he was loud 42 and yelling when he made this movie. Forty-two, forty regular, forty, forty odd. That's crazy. Four odd. Um, he was a hundred and six. Four. Yeah, this movie is uh, blows my mind. It's With pretty a perm. good. It's really good. Not quite great, but really, really good. That's a fair score. TJ. Uh, it's a nine for me, dog. Mm. It is bordering very close on a ten. Mm. The only reason it doesn't get a ten is because I do feel like there's something we're missing from the original director's cut, and I can't put my finger on it. But like, there's just something again with that non-middle that just doesn't come together. But everything else, the soundtrack, the atmosphere, the way it's shot, it, it, the performances, like everything is just so fucking good and. There's a lot of great, like, horror movie shit in this movie that, like, doesn't yeah. get enough credit. Like, every scene with with a murder, I know that sounds weird, but, like, someone that loves horror movies, like, this is one of the best shot horror movies I've ever seen. That first murder is it's terrifying. So and, like, I love just the little thing, like, the voice of the mur- the first murderer. And just the his cold delivery, like, I just... I don't know, it, it, like, God, you said it, it just now, like, it was tense, and it was scary. Like, it legitimately felt scary, where he's yeah. like, what are you going to do to me? And he, he just wants, I know what I need to do. 
That is... And here's the thing, like, fucking horrific. Another movie I would see that scene and that first stab, mm-hmm. it, it's like the face and then cut. No, you yeah. stay this, with it. It's just... Oh, and it that's does, like good It Lord. does something that, you know, we've talked about on the show a lot, but the thing that I hate the most about, you know, you know horror movies is that they add too much bullshit. You know, the reason that I have a problem with, like, a lot of the Saw crap is that, you know, you have a chick with a bear trap on her head, right? That's already terrifying. Mm-hmm. You have a timer. The timer goes off. It's going to smash in your head. It's fucking horrific. Yeah. But they add, like, 100,000 cuts, industrial music, yeah. like a bunch of bullshit. It takes you out of the scene. It reminds you it's a stupid fucking movie. But this movie they is... they just done a static shot on it's a just, bear trap. It's just, it's just quiet. Exactly. Yeah. How scary is that? Yeah. This movie is the same way. Like, he just starts stabbing him in the back, and it's just like fucking. Cr- fucking it doesn't give you a chance to take as an audience. It doesn't give you a chance to take a breath. And I, I think this movie is amazing. I don't know how. Like, well, I think I, I, I take that back. I know how because people are uncomfortable with with gayness. I mean, I mean they are. And, and but this movie is a fucking masterpiece. This is. Phenomenal, and it's a shame. It's a goddamn shame that there's not like an official like director's cut. Yeah, because I I am dying to they see. They probably it. don't have. They probably don't even have the negative. Probably never going to see it. Yeah. But this version, I'm going to guess, is probably the best version we can see. Tomorrow, I'm going to do some research. Hopefully, there's some kind of European cut that maybe yeah. has like. But this movie is a fucking treasure. If you like. Suspenseful horror movies. If you like kind of seventies cop procedurals, yeah, if you like like a bad lieutenant, like a yeah. good Abel Ferrara. I movie. love that. Alex said it reminded him, or no, you said the guy who looked like Abel Ferrara. No, yeah. I said yeah. yeah. But Sean said it too during the movie, and I totally agree. I love those like dirty seventies New York movies, like yeah. a Taxi Driver, or a Abel Ferrara movie. Like yeah. I like, like that Miss Forty Five or something. Right. I yeah. like that grimy New York aesthetic, and this movie has this in droves. And I, I thought take it away the kissing and caressing. See, there you go. Yeah. We're looking at uh, Rotten Tomatoes scores, but uh, I love this movie. It's a nine. It's fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. Please go out and check it out. It's it's very good. You can rent it on Amazon. That's what we did. Uh, Sean. Uh, it's also a nine for me. Dog. Um, <laughs> I feel like and we. I never say this about the movies we watch. I feel like this movie needs to slow down a little it does, bit, right? That's the thing. And like, spend a little bit more time with Al because they set up the thing with Al Pacino uh, and Ted. Yeah. The that kind of romance, but it kind of just like they goes away. Yeah, they drop it hard. So I bet it's probably and somewhere it, in that. F- and then when him with him, I'm sorry, but with him dying, yeah, it feels like there was more to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, I think the movie needs to just, like, just slow down just a bit. I'm sure if it had that other 40 minutes, we'd probably, like, they could cut 10 minutes out of this movie. Yeah. But they're, they're like, everybody said it so let far. Let us pick the 10 minutes. Yeah. Let us yell That it's, like, just, it jumps from the beginning to the ending, like, and then it just ends. Yeah. But I kind of like the abrupt ending. Yeah, I, 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 like I too. Feel, I like the ending... The fact that it ends with him, but it feels like looking he, in the mirror. Yeah. I think that's really. I mean, it's cool, cool, but like, it feels like a math problem that you didn't get enough information to solve. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, but maybe you, like as like a David Lynch guy, like that's the kind of stuff I like. like yeah, I, you can tell it wasn't purposeful. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe so. Yeah. So, but no, I loved it. Like, it's it looks great. Like, 
they shot a lot of natural light stuff. It looks like at night, and it's also it was not. I don't think this is. I don't think there is a high definition version of this movie. I uh. So it's got a lot of crushed blacks in it, which makes it look really kind of otherworldly, and makes all the blues look very heavy. Something I, I thought too, like I uh, felt like everybody, and this is something we always say with the older movies, but like everyone in the movie had like a lot of character in their face. Yeah. Like everybody. Well, looked- because it wasn't a back, you know, in the seventies. They'd have, you know, a couple beautiful people in the movie, you know what I mean? They'd have your Burt Reynolds and your... Whatever the lady equivalent of a Burt Reynolds is. Lonnie Anderson. Yeah. Nice! Yeah, she's not quite at his level, though. Oh. Um, R.I.P. Your Raquel Welch's or whatever. Yeah, R.I.P. Lonnie But they had, like, actors that looked like human beings, you know what I mean? And this, they all look like regular people. Yeah. And that works better. (laughs) Like... I agree. No, I think this movie's fantastic. Friedkin's one of those guys that's lost it kind of the least as he's gotten older because he's still making like Killer Joe and Bug. He made Killer Joe. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I really like that. So you know his later movies aren't as good as, but I mean when you start out with this, The French Connection, Sorcerer, The Exorcist, yeah. like your bad movies are still going to be pretty. The decent. Exorcist is legit in my like all time top ten. I, mean, I still that. prefer the third one, but I recognize that the first one's a better movie. The third one's really good. Yeah, Cogs. Uh, I'm giving it an eight. We're all we're we're we're, we're, we're an average eight or no we're an eight and change because eight, eight and third. But uh, basically everything everybody said it's check out. it's really good. <laughs> Did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's Al quiet subtle Al Pacino is something it's I an eight miss. Point five. Is it nine nine eight and seven? So the 9 and the 7 turn into an 8. So you get an 8 and 8 and a 9. <laughs> anyway. Tim and Tom. Uh, Timmy Brady. Brady. Timmy Brady. Timmy Brady. Timmy Brady got three touchdowns. So anyway, uh, the fact that Al Pacino doesn't yell once in the movie is kind of phenomenal. Uh, it's shot... The, 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 the murder scenes are so tense and artistic and like just like the way that the shots happen, like it kind of goes into like Ain't almost no like, uh, uh, like some sort of like killer vision, and it gets all to the scramble. Oh, they only do that once. Did twice. Did they do it twice? They did in the woods, and they did in the movie th- in the movie house. The movie house, they did the mm-hmm. killer vision. They did, but they kind of went to like this weird black yeah, and white oh, scramble yeah, yeah. thing. Uh, but kind of like what everybody else says, there's like uh, at, when he finally gets onto the actual killer, or what we think some of us think is the actual killer, it seems a little rushed. Yeah. There's some scenes that don't really... They're kind of incongruent. Like that scene where it's the tight push-in on what you think is Al Pacino sitting on that railing. Yeah. And, like, he's got this weird sort of, that's like... That's a weird... I forgot all about that, where it does, like, the weird, like... Uh, thing I don't even know what that... that what is that called? Like, it's like a bird's eye. Like, where they... It, like, pan... It like pushes, an iris in. Yeah, yeah. they, like... Yeah. It, it was strange. And it becomes, like, this, like... This super fast cat and mouse situation, like, at the very end. But yeah. Pacino doesn't really... Tip off the cops to it, I guess, because he doesn't want. He wants to make sure he's right, or maybe he wants to explore being a killer. I don't know what is. I don't know the text sure. is there. But see, I think that's where like my confusion reading of the movie comes in because like he doesn't have like ample proof to know that that guy's the killer besides those letters, right? Like, right. I don't so, know. Also, how good is this movie that like the killer, one of the killers, talks to his dead dad or whatever or whoever yeah. it was. And they don't, like, they literally, it's just a drop line, like, oh, that guy died, like, ten years ago. Like, it's not like, and I feel like in a movie It did feel like it, though, when he sat there. He felt out of, like, 
But I you, feel like nowadays they would have fucking been like, you know, he'd been glowing like yeah. fucking Obi Wan or some shit. <laughs> I do need to rewatch like at least. If, mm, I'm a real page turner it is. I probably rewatched the whole thing, but I want to rewatch. I I missed some part of that. Certain parts. I'm certain sure. parts. I'm <laughs> uh, I was interested, very interested, very very interested, and then I was bored. <laughs> I, think all, I think all of us are just gonna. We should all just get the mustache. We should all just shave off all this other part and just mm-hmm. have the mustache. Anyway, the James Remar part, I missed some of that conversation. He's got a massive hog, by the way. Good for yeah. him. It looked like he was just talking. James Remar packing some rebar. But did you guys pick up what was going on in that conversation? No, I missed. I missed. Some well, of it. he's dating Ted. Okay, Remar is. I didn't so that's the that. kind of kerfuffle between him and Pacino. And that's so what, that's what him and murdered. Ted. That's what him and Ted I, were no, talking they about. Think, that's what I thought. No, well, that's what the cops think. Right. But I think the subtext is that Pacino did. Because yeah. wasn't him and Ted talking about James Remar's character coming back, yeah, staying away, like or Ted something talk. like that? Nice. But the movie's... I wanted to watch a Ted talk about sucking dicks. <laughs> Neat. The movie's inspired a lot of discussion. Karen Allen lives in a baller-ass loft. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, what is Karen like, Allen doing What is she for? like? Did she discover PayPal or some shit? Yeah. She discovered like, PayPal. She was, she was digging in a hill and hit PayPal. <laughs> shit, I found Venmo. Now I can buy Home Depot with my phone. But, uh, no, this this movie's really good. I highly recommend people watch it. It's, can you use a gay bar by Electric Six as the bumper for the... Yeah, nice. that's way ahead of it. <laughs> okay. So actually, that or some this punk song I heard where it's just like this guy. It's called like "So What," and it's just like one of the lines is like, "I suck this old man's cock." So what? I think that's in this movie. Is it? Oh, so highly. So if it, it, it's another but highly recommended. It's, it's another 1980 certified banger. Gay bar yeah. was the song I was gonna <laughs> yeah. use. Or I was gonna use "It's Been Like It's <laughs> Man." But oh. so I think next week, if it's, if next week's my pick, it's Dog Day Afternoon. Whose pick is it? I think it is yours. Dude, you or Alex? You said you're not going to be here, though. I might. Well, it depends on what day we end up doing the show, so we'll see. Well, Doesn't it's matter. all up to you. You're, it's always hinged on you, so you yeah. can tell us what day you can do it. Fair. It's Two good movies, though. Yeah. Like, our scores varied movies. a little bit, yeah. but, like, we all like the movie. No, we all cer- certainly it's enjoyable. It's a it's far cry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're almost Far Cry shit next month. Oh, dude, a Far Cry month. That's got Hugo Stiglitz in yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, all well, right. to be fair, last month was deliberately bad movies. I mean, it was worse than I expected. Did we watch something good, though? Did we? Oh, you guys watched Riddick. I missed that one. Yeah. Oh, that, that was, was good. good. That was good. That was good. The we had Pixels. The Necromorphs. <laughs> oh, I forget what I even picked. Uh, what did you pick? What did you pick? That was the summer bummer. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't even remember. It was like three weeks ago. <laughs> it's like a month ago. Yeah. Oh, uh, there, I picked Police Academy Six. Oh, oh I remember that. Last, yeah. no, we didn't forget that. Hold on, I gotta look it up. I can't remember. Vamp. Keep talking. Um. The hell did so you? Gog's pick is Dog Day Afternoon. Another Pacino. Is that also banger? Maybe he's trying to tell us something. My pick's gonna be a single man. A single man? Yeah. Never heard of that. I talked about it last week. I told you what Basement it is. Basement rules. Pay some fucking attention. Uh, Sean picked. No, that wasn't. I fun. picked Rick. What's about a dude who's single? single. Yeah. Oh, after Earth? No, that single. was me, wasn't it? No, that was Alec. Oh, God. That was me. Alec bought brought it. it with him. I bought it. And I left it at your house. You get it now. Well, who picked Ready Player One? That was, Alec, that was, that was my month. veto. But Alec, Alec vetoed one in. That was July. 
I didn't feel like picking up Hugh Jackman. Or he called Audible. That was terrible. That was really bad. It is me, your father, sci-fi rage. All three, Gogs wasn't on that show, but like, Alex, Sean, and I were just like on my couch going, is this done yet? Like, well, that's certainly something we can say about the last two movies. We have not been bored. No, I wanted this movie to be longer. Like, it was like and thicker. Yeah, this movie moved to the clean. This movie was fantastic. Baby. It's like, hey, movie, slow down. Slow down. Pull the Give break. us some more. Well, anyway, all right, Luba boys. All right, Luba boys. Y'all got a certified two-hour banger on this. <laughs> like two hours. Oh yeah. god. Listen to our other shows. Yes, listen to the other shows. Listen Retro to the something yeah, something villain. The rest black of the last. The Blacktoons. Jesus. <laughs> no, it's not the Black Show. Oh. Gog said the Black Dudes. No, I said, I said Wrestle Dudes. <laughs> Wrestle oh, Dudes. Black. You're just mixing them together. Listen to the Wrestle Dudes and the Black Show. How about that? <laughs> sorry, guys. Listen to the Black Show. I'm sorry, that's what like the shows a, are. We should do a like crossover. This is the movie show, that's the Black Show, and then yeah. the Wrestle Dudes. We're the fat, the stingy <laughs> the battery hour. We're fat movie guys. I think, to be honest, like... Seven eighths of this whole podcast yeah. is like sort of fat. That's <laughs> it's one big batch of heavy it's a uncles. Big fat network. <laughs> it's a fat network. It's a big fat network. If we like, we should all you know. If we ever get a Patreon, it'll just be to pay for our fucking Sizzler coupons. We should do like a big old round. Does anyone else live near us? We should have like no. a big old meetup. Kobe, Kobe, and, and Jimmy, Jimmy, the two people you've met. The wrestle before. dudes. <laughs> yeah, wrestle bros. You've the, met them before. Yeah, but they didn't have super villains. Where do they? Do you not remember Chicago. anything? Like you walk out that. I don't house. know where I am right <laughs> now. They come to your house. Yeah, I know those guys. Right. Oh, like, Jimmy. Jimmy hasn't come. Jimmy hasn't Kobe. come. That was right. Yeah, Jimmy hasn't been over Well, they should get Brian on the show. He's pretty good. Brian's the black guys live in Chicago. Yeah, yeah where well, they all let's live. Let's fly him out. Let's get some of that. that let's fly <laughs> sure, let's, let's get some out. of that whole petty cash. Okay. <laughs> hold on. Let's see how much I got on yeah, where's your, where's Let's see how much I got on me. Where's the safety, TJ? Yeah, hold on. Hold on, I think I got I got five. Have you been embezzling our mobile money? No, I got no money. <laughs> empty. How much is a plane ticket for three guys? Six bucks. Six seven dollars. <laughs> Only and my mole branded wallet. More to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you get Blue Apron to sponsor us, like I keep telling you. Ooh. <laughs> we should get Blue Apron. Can we go home? No. <laughs> no. We just gotta keep going. We're gonna Sponsor. riff. We're gonna riff for another hour. We should get a deal with Audible where we read books at the same time, like all of us. <laughs> No, we'll each read a it page the from a different time. It was the worst of times. Yeah, like that time Red Water Media watched three of the Transformers <laughs> movies at once. Well, those guys, guys, are fucking good. <laughs> it's a slow neck. Bye, guys. Slow neck blowers. Fuck you, Red Water Media.